0: This means if we're talking and you try and butt in, we will not hear you. Netflix is
1: popular. Stephen Moffat is leaving Doctor Who. Chris Evans nearly bailed on Top Gear. And We've all had a discussion about Star Wars with spoilers and everything. So if you haven't watched it, then don't listen to the end of the show. Airwaves is on. <laughs> 70 episodes in and still going strong. It is the Airwaves. A delightful assemblage of up to the minute news, <laughs> erudite panellists, and Carl Madden. With me this week, Alex G. Fox. How are you doing, sir?
2: I'm okay. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you for very much for asking. Yeah. It's not, the weather's <sighs> all right. It's, it's so we Carl, didn't talk about it last week, but then Carl wasn't on, so there was no point in doing so.
1: I'll it was an amazing glow this morning as I was coming over the hill. But well, there we go, near Sellafield. That,
2: that's no. Something to do with what you were smoking the night before, probably. Could, could well have been. Next up, Mr. Tony
1: Blunt. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad I you've lost getting their first for one. Professionals lost
0: none of the professionalism when I've been away. Professionals on this show. Here we well, go. They've, they've They've not lost anything that
2: they already had. They've obviously not gained much there either. We
1: there we go. <laughs> oh, so you're all right then, Tony? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not bad. Good. Yeah. Excellent. Last but not least, fresh from a metric poop ton of driving over Christmas, and um, also speaking before he's spoken to you, had a go. You had to go at tone for doing that on your show the other week. I've got everyone for doing it because I mean, yes. <laughs> do, do, as I I say, do, do as I do, not as I do, <laughs> yeah, not as I say, or whatever. You didn't realise hypocrisy
2: was his middle name. Yeah, exactly.
1: There we go. Yes. Except oh. I say hypocrisy. Yes, it starts with a H. Nice. How are you doing, sir? Nice to have you back. I'm, well, I'm still knackered, but um
0: I'm okay. I'm here tonight, so there you go. Can't yeah. have everything, can you? No, we can't. But yeah. There I'd have come go. back anyway, because I've got to stop it turning into the Alex Fox show. Well, there we go. <laughs> well, meanwhile. He knew I was
2: eating
1: a Twiglet, so
2: I had to mute myself.
1: <laughs> yes, great. Meanwhile. Let's, let's do the stream, shall we? Um, Netflix share prices soar as company reaches nearly 75 million subscriptions. Uh, this is from The Guardian. Everybody worried about Netflix can chill. Oh, oh, Guardian. Oh, what are oh, you doing? Yeah, it's pretty bad. My it? sides have split. Uh, the company added more subscribers than expected at the end of last year, and its sky-high share price soared another 9% on the news. In the company's fourth quarter 2015 result, it outdid Wall Street expectations by a full 5 cents per share and added 5.59 million viewers Boosting worldwide subscriptions to nearly seventy-five million. Now, you—you you didn't know this was going to turn into working lunch or whatever it is that what's his name used to present. No, <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> just want to, I just want—I want to
2: tell you the most important part of this entire story. Okay, off you go then. Whatever's happened to Netflix? Well done, great, but the Netflix growth has equaled a twenty-three percent. Drop for Fox. And I don't care about really? how well Netflix is doing anymore. <laughs> okay. I'm just rejoicing in the street.
1: So, more people yeah. are enjoying Fox, more people enjoy Netflix that are enjoying Fox. Well, it's just their sales growth. So, you
2: know, they've lost 23%. I mean, that's not, that's not, you know, a blip. Mm. You know, that's rabies.
1: Yeah. I'll tell you, if we lost 20, 23% of our um, of our audience we'd have we'd we'd have to send out search parties.
3: I say we would we'd be under a million we God. would.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's so embarrassing. This,
0: these figures as well they are before they've even gone global, isn't not it? So they're about to roll out to about, what is it 130 other com- uh, countries soon. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. They're so always I'm imagining what What is going to be sometime later this year yeah. when they get all that profit in or all those extra people in uh mm-hmm. Onto the shows, And it kind of makes slightly other week we had someone from NBC um, sla- sla- slagging off Netflix saying, well, we, we haven't seen their figures, so we don't know if they're doing that well at all because they don't bother telling us. Yes, Mr. NBC, because they don't rely on advertising like you do. So there's no need to release the figures. The reason why you released figures is so you can say to advertisers, this is how much we get per view uh, of a show. Come and advertise on us, with us. But Netflix don't do that. So it's a completely different model. So it's a completely stupid argument the guy was using. Yeah. And do you know one of the most... I mean, it's the same for Amazon and Netflix. But
2: their highest rated shows are their own produced shows. Well, Yeah. Mm. Yeah, even that um, that um, Adam Sandler movie. Yes, exactly, and it was the highest ever <laughs> rating that they've ever had. Yes, Ridiculous <laughs> the 6, highest First th-
0: 30 Days, was the highest rated, well, most popular movie, not the highest rated, yeah, but it was definitely I mean, watched the most. The most popular, yet the lowest rated. because It was appalling, <laughs> apparently. It was absolutely canned. It was okay. It's an Adam Sandler movie. What do you want? It's no worse than Jack and Jill or whatever. But po- Has he done a film where he played his sister as well. Oh, Oh, okay.
2: Okay. I'm glad you left the word with out. Um, (laughs) No, I I think in general, including, well, I can certainly speak for myself, but everyone's still got goodwill towards Netflix. Mm -hmm. Because Netflix are the ones that came along and just kicked the monopoly into touch. You know, everyone wants to talk about cutting cords and this, that, and the other. And it's, well, it's still partly pie in the sky. But any... Chance there ever will be of actual choice for viewers. Netflix are the ones that that have done it. We had various things in Britain that came, were here that they all went out of business before Netflix turned up. Amazon are doing a great job, but Netflix are the world leaders in this. They're the ones that have become sort of synonymous with it, aren't they? They're sort
3: of yeah. Uber of yeah.
1: Well, i have got failing. Sorry, carry on. Sorry, they've paired. Uh, I say paired. They 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 brought together a great streaming interface, you know, really good technology, which is nine times out of ten, it's pretty solid. Um, With that, they've brought together some of the best licensing deals so that they can actually get decent Mm -hmm. stuff. And then on top of that, the icing on the cake is all the original uh, drama stuff that they've done, starting with House of Cards, which is... Mm. Yeah, one of the one of the best drama series to uh, to come to entertainment in the last few I mean,
3: years. how many times on this show have we said, you know, when there's been rumours that the subscription will go up, it's like, we'd be happy to pay a bit more, you know. Well, yeah. If it, yeah. If it came to it, you know, it's like that's a sort of sign of the kind of quality they give you, really, isn't it? And all round, not just in the interface, in
2: the catalogue. Yeah, like, you yeah. know. I mean, the market will have to change anyway, because at some point... Netflix are going to be showing that they've got a few bob in the bank. So the people that made the deals on day one, when they come for a renewal, they might hold out a bit more. Because, you know, if Apple or someone that, that does actually get their act together and come into the market, they might be then... <laughs> trying, they
0: might... Then Lovely they- backhanded slag off there. Fantasticly mm-hmm. done, sir. Yeah. So they might be trying to
2: play one against the other because when Netflix first came out, even all these television companies, if you remember, they were all going, yeah, you can have it. I don't know what they charged them, but not a lot. And then things like HBO and whatever went, oh, actually, we can do this ourselves. The truth is they can't, and they've made a complete mess of trying to do it themselves. But they've all gone, actually, this, this streaming thing might actually be a thing. And everybody sort of thought Netflix... I mean, like, everybody allowed them on their platform. Nobody thought twice about them. They were going to be the little upstart that might be able to put on some TV shows that no one's watched for 30 years, and who cares? My Blu-ray player has got a Netflix button. That's pretty good to know. (laughs) But the point is, things will change, because now people are going to... or the other companies are going to see them as a, a viable rival. So the that playing nicely might not be quite as uh, common as it has been up until now.
1: Well, speaking of the other companies, Amazon, if you actually add up all the stuff you get, is actually even more of a good deal. I use Amazon because I use deliveries. And everything else
2: is a bonus. And it's still cheaper than Netflix. Mm. uh, Funny you should
3: say that, because this week I found out you can get a video only um, subscription and it's the same price as my Netflix. Really? <laughs> for well, no, the video only. Yeah, I've, I've had the, you know, I've signed
2: up for the free trial of it and, you know, giving it a go. So but it's weird because it was separate when it was Love Film. It was Love Film and Amazon mm. Prime. And then they rolled it in together and everyone got really upset about it. But it, what it was, I think it was about £50 a year for Amazon Prime and then it was £80 a year for both. As in once you rolled them together. So in reality, I pay at this point, thirty pounds a year for Amazon Prime. And as far as I'm concerned, just for Ripper Street, it's fine. <laughs> well, there you go. You know, I, there I'm there. talking about, what's that, £2.70 a month or so? It's ridiculously cheap.
3: Yeah, I mean, that was, that was the other thing I found with the subscription. It is a monthly sort of rolling thing. You don't have to pay for the year in one go. I think that that's going to help with some people if, if they know about it as well.
2: But, you know, you look at, just look at Bosch. They seem to have one thing that everyone will like. Because it's a reasonable price, you think, you know what, 30 quid a year for Bosch, yeah, it's cheap and buying the DVDs. You know, and then I, I could probably go through and say, well, actually, there's 10 things that I really love on Amazon, but I can always find a film to watch. I can always find something else to watch if I want. But, you know, there's 10 DVD sets, if you like, every year for 30 quid or less,
1: and I don't have to have them on the shelf I tell you what, Where Eagles Dare was streaming over Christmas, and I'm and I didn't get to it in time, so I went and bought it on Netflix. <laughs> Have some of that. Meanwhile, we've we've already mentioned um, uh, Netflix. But of course, they haven't stopped yet; they're still opening um, <clears throat> access in more countries. But of course, now uh, doubts cast on Netflix plan to use plan to stop use of VPNs to get around regional blocking. <gasps> wow! Oh, no. Color me surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's not going to work.
0: No, it's pretty pretty hard to do. I mean, they can shut down if they if they suddenly realize a load of traffic's coming from a certain IP address, they can slam that IP address and block it off. But of course the um, people who make these VPN services just go, okay, fine, which we'll has come from a different IP address. There'll be cat and mouse, cat and mouse, and you know, considering how many IP possible IP addresses there are, um, especially when we get into IPv6, <laughs> doesn't even bear thinking about. But uh Yeah, it's cat and mouse. Um of course, it's not something Netflix particularly want to do. It's the people who they uh, license the the uh, content off, and um, as soon as these people just let their content go, uh, <laughs> make it available around the world, then uh, it just it makes first of all it makes the product more attractive, and it makes more people see their content. It's just crazy to me, and because it's Netflix, it's it's not often when it comes to another producer, brand new. So, for example. Um, you know, you could watch something like... I, I can't, I'm struggling to think of anything off, off the top of my head at the moment. For for example, say when Friends was on, you could watch old episodes of Friends until you catch up, and then you think, oh, well, perhaps I'll buy the £2.50 episode as soon as they come out. Perhaps I'll buy the season pass as mm-hmm. they come out, because I love the show. You know, And it, it, again, it's just one of those short-sighted opinion, uh, views that these companies, these old Goliaths seem to take. And um, it's very... We can't understand why they're doing it. It looks like they're being real archaic and stuck in their ways and just like sticking their thumb mm. up at the digital age and saying, "Boo sucks to you, you bloody digitals. We'll have it our own way, and we want to go back to how it used to be and stuff, just like the music industry in the yeah. same way.
3: I mean, the, th- the thing with this is, uh, yeah, somebody will find a way around it, but how much effort do you think they'll actually put in? It? It's probably a thing where the TV companies are come to know netflix and gone oh can you at
0: least try and stop this so they have got to at least make a yeah sort of show of well, will haven't they how big of a problem can it seriously be it can't be that huge of a problem i still don't believe there are probably thousands not, millions no. of people probably doing not. it probably not
1: well no because you've got to have a netflix account anyway so it's not like yeah. they're losing money out of it
0: yeah. and then you've got to work out how to do vpn first of all you've got to know you can even do it in the first place it's all right I mean, a lot of services pop up and they say, this I mean, it is easy to change your settings, but if you forget to change them back, <laughs> you get into all kinds of problems with your oh, bank yes. and stuff like that. So, you know, some people get bitten once and think, oh, I'm not doing that again.
1: Suddenly the BBC but, uh, has adverts on it. What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like I say, I don't think it's that big a problem. I just think that they're making a, a, a mountain out of a molehill, as the old saying well, goes. The, the the awkward, I mean, awkward, the, the stupid thing is, right?
2: Um, I mean I'll openly admit to occasionally have used Netflix on uh, say Netflix US. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Sue me.
1: But the okay, point you is, heard it here first. Alex mm. Alex G. Fox is available for <laughs> Yeah, please.
2: First of all, you gotta prove it, even though I could say it, but that's beside Nothing. the point.
0: I've had legal advice, don't worry. Um You make a beeping
1: noise when you back up like that.
0: Being questioned by the police is not legal advice. Uh, Right, Right. the point I'm actually trying
2: to make is there's things that I've gone to US Netflix to watch, but purely because they're not available here. And when I mean not available, they're not available to buy. They're not available anyway. any way. And they're silly things. They're things that you think, well, that can't be a problem. And all it is, it's to do with historical licenses. It's to do with whenever someone made a program or a show in the States in the 1970s or whatever it happens to be, they never actually sat down and thought, well, anyone in Europe will want to watch this or anyone here or whatever will want to watch this. And it's only ever been shown on TV here and nobody ever made a DVD. I'll tell you a good example. I had to import Garfield, you know the old series of Garfield? (laughs) I had to import them from the States, right, and use a multi-regional player because they don't do a full set of old-time Garfield DVDs in Britain. right? And I wanted to buy the complete Garfield, so I had to buy it from the States and use a multi-regional DVD. Now, you tell me, why isn't that available in Britain? It's ridiculous. It's stupid. And it's just an oversight. No more than that. But Netflix can't then go and retrospectively fix these oversights. And I reckon just in general, half of what goes on... The movies might be different, but the TV shows, for sure, they're just oversights. Nobody even thought about the fact that, you know, a lot of these things were made before people bothered putting things on video to sell. You know, that they came over for a TV company. And if you remember... Well, okay... Russ and Tone won't remember, but Carl will do. Back in the day, it wasn't like now where everything that comes out on telly has a DVD release. Back in the day, it would be only, I don't know, one in every 20 or 30 shows would be. Like, for instance, I bought and the same, and Carl I know bought as well, but uh, some mothers do have them on DVD. (laughs) That only recently came out you know, 30, 35, 40 years after it. And somebody at the BBC went, actually, we've got this. Why don't we stick that on a DVD? So if I'd ever wanted, you know, to watch some others do have them, there was no way of doing it. And if it was if it was shown in America and there was some American licensing, it could end up on American US Netflix and not UK Netflix. And you'd have to VPN to watch a program that you want that comes from your country that you would happily bought but was never put on DVD. It's just, it especially affects the old things. The movie companies, well, they're just brainless idiots, right? We know (laughs) that, you know? You look at some of the rubbish they put out and what they try and get away with. Mm. You know, half of the stuff that they're trying to charge, half the stuff that they're getting funny about was straight to DVD trash in the first place. Because anything that was any good is on uh netflix everywhere and now they've opened it up to the whole planet you've got people that do not understand that run these big tv companies and movie companies going look it was one thing when it was australia canada and uk but i've no idea what all these other half the people that work for these companies probably don't even know what these other these countries exist they've seen the name (laughs) on it and they're going oh Oh dear! You know, I've I've no idea if that's a real country or not. You know, and they've just got themselves into a panic. This story goes around every six months. Every time Netflix do something,
0: what do you know what they've done this time? Go on, there. See, uh, late last year, what they did is they started in Australia. Now, who do you think is the media monopoly in Australia? Neighbours. (laughs) I know who. (laughs)
2: Not that what? US, that US <laughs> yeah,
0: citizen, yeah. I imagine. Yeah, yeah. So you know, and so, you know, since um, it launched in Australia, they've had a massive reduction in piracy because you know people can get legitimate content now. But of course, well, a certain, surprised. A certain person who owns the Sun has been apparently kicking up a stink recently because he doesn't. He wants to control the content in his own. Well, his his former country, I should say. Yeah. and he so not <laughs> Oh, well, he lives in LA, I think.
2: He's uh, he renounced his Australian citizenship. Did he? Oh dear! He's now an American,
0: and he's engaged to Jerry Hall. Yeah, he, sh- he should be having fun there instead of worrying about what the Australians are streaming back home. Or it's, it's ridiculous. And we
2: it's actually run by his son now, who managed to lose a fortune recently. Well, <laughs> that's quite funny yeah. as well.
0: Well, anyway, so that's why it's kicking off again at the moment because the um, the Aussies, like um, a, a, a vast number of them, were streaming it before it was official over there, but now it's official. They they're trying to make them clamp down. And again, they're just blocking the VPNs, but the VPNs will fight back and they'll find other addresses. And you just can't stop it. It's just impossible. That's one of the good that's you know how the internet's designed to work. If one bit gets cut off, you just route round and come a different way at it. That's the beauty of it. Unless you live in somewhere like China, where they've got like the, the digital iron curtain and there's still ways around that. It's very hard to actually block something off and stop someone from getting somewhere—it's—it's—it's it's,
1: it's very, very hard indeed because that's how it was built. Mm. Well, that's why it was. Well, I tell you, I yeah. tell you what—I um, all this, uh, all this talk of stuff you can't get anymore got me thinking about northern exposure. And you can buy it on Amazon. For series one. That sounds to six. like t- something Tony would get arrested for. No, you could buy series. <laughs> I love Northern Exposure. You could, you could get seasons one to six for thirty-eight pounds Just wear a, a kilt. You get it naturally. But there's four, <laughs> only four left in stock. Also, I'm probably going to order the box set of a lower low as well because I want that because it's not available on streaming. No. Speaking of, um, somebody mentioned Friends. Carl, you mentioned Friends earlier. No one's interested in this um, in this one-off thing that they're going to do. that. Of course Matthew, they are. Matthew yes, Perry be, is it'll not. It'll uh, be huge. I mean, uh, okay, i about Matthew, you three. Are, you, are any of you going to be watching this thing? Yeah, I will. Absolutely. Yeah. Of course uh, I will. I'm not sure i have much of a choice. Matthew Perry's already said he's not.
0: In well, because he's in a plane land. Yeah. But,
1: yeah.
0: Hmm. but it's just bad. I mean, I, 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 they should just wait until he's available. I don't see the point of like, waiting all this time and then only getting five of the cast members back. Was well, it
2: something to do with? I can't. They claimed it was nothing to do with friends. It was going to be a reunion because of one of the, writers, of the writers or the yeah. producer or something. I could. I remember sort of reading a bit about it and I thought, oh, shut up! You just want lots more money. <laughs>
0: yeah. Because well, I, there is
2: there is some yeah. on the planet that you don't actually have.
0: <laughs> Maybe, but of course, oh, none of the um, none of the cast are really doing all that much at the moment i mean i've i've had some films in the past and like uh, uh david schwimmer a director and stuff but the rest of them we kind of fell off the face of the planet um
2: well their like well, plastic cox. surgery failed I now mean. uh, well,
0: Courtney <laughs> cox had some um shared successes so some success on tv with some other shows yeah and uh jennifer aniston Which, went off and done romantic comedies and stuff but. well Courtney
2: cox was the only one that was sort of properly famous beforehand I mean, she'd done stuff, whereas the others hadn't, really.
0: Yeah, she'd been in videos and
2: some TV show. I can't remember what the other was. Yeah, time. she was known. Yeah. I mean, I knew who she was when it started, but I didn't know who the others were.
0: Well, I'd look forward to it when he comes back. I mean, it'll be a one-off, so it won't take up much of my time, like 30 minutes an hour or whatever. <laughs> you can still but say you mean, watched
2: I, it. I saw <laughs> today that Cold Feet, you remember? the british oh, sort yeah. of like friends i yeah. think they're doing a, a one-off
1: reunion special oh, going that. what is it with all these one-off reunion specials money makes my world go round the world go round indeed it does <laughs> speaking of money and people yeah. are over the age of 75 let's get into the Beeb. oh you missed one what
2: yeah, he did, but I was just gonna let it go as well.
1: No, refresh the page. He's
0: refreshed the bloody list.
1: Refresh the page because <laughs> I I laid up the. Oh.
0: Hey, uh, by the way, you didn't tell us to refresh the page. I just have that in my defence. He version... took.
2: He put that out at the bottom. The reason it was where it was because I thought that followed on perfectly.
1: Mm. Was it from the, from the Netflix story? Did it? <laughs> yeah. I oh, might I might have to edit that. I bit. didn't actually. <laughs> I didn't actually read that. Damn. Well, so next up, Hollywood. (laughs) Just cut this out. It'd be seamless. I will cut it out. Hollywood and Sky in showdown with Brussels over TV licensing deals. A story from the independent.co.uk. The EC's competition authorities have highlighted Sky TV's deals with Disney, Universal, Paramount, Sony, and 20th Century Fox, and Warner Bros, saying they could violate EU laws because they prevent customers outside the UK or Ireland from accessing their services. Executives from Hollywood Studios and Sky TV have arrived in Brussels. What? That's terrible. (laughs) You've just read two paragraphs together. I haven't. The EC's competition authority... Yeah, they... It's... The EC's competition authorities have highlighted Sky TV's deals with Disney, Universal, Paramount, Sony's 20th Century Fox and Warner Bros. saying they could violate EU law because they prevent customers outside the UK or Ireland from accessing the services. There should be a full stop there. There isn't a full stop. I know. Because Alex took it out to make me look foolish. No, 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 I
2: don't know what I did.
1: Executives from Hollywood Studios and Sky TV have arrived in Brussels for lots and lots of free food and a hearing on pay TV that could affect the entire system of film and broadcasting licences across Europe. The three-day closed-door hearing... You were, you were going to interject with something funny there. I
0: was, because that was it. I was going to say, the only problem is it's behind closed doors, which it always is. makes me suspicious to begin with. However, the person do it, heading up um, this European, the, at least the European side, is someone called Mar- Margrethe Festager. I am not uh, that. Uh, she's Europe, she's Europe, European Union's Competitive Competition Commissioner, and uh, she's the one that launched, uh, is bringing a formal antitrust charge against Google. So she's not a great fan of
1: technology and and these companies like this, so it's the kind of thing anti—I mean, anti, anti, anti-trust against Google because Google is the best search engine. You can't, you can't punish people for being the best, can you?
2: I've like, suffered from it all my life.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but you can like when they have monopolies and stuff, which is you know anti-trust. You can, you can go after them. Absolutely, you should go after them. Do you
2: reckon people went after
0: Martel because of their monopoly?
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Dear. Right, the one thing this part of the story doesn't say, which I think is equally as interesting, it could affect TV rights for all the sports channels. It does say that. Does it? <laughs> outside, it does say that, yeah. Outside the UK from... Exec- well, the fact is it's a 20th century Sky... You know, the way that it... Re- it was just they're talking about the executives here from the film channels with what it says up there.
0: Other pay TV arrangements could be affected, including the Premier League's current deal with Sky. I'm not actually sure you got... <laughs> It?
2: It's it says there, it's the where did you say it? One, two, three, four, five, six. Hearing a page we can affect the entire yeah. system of films and broadcasting license across. You haven't got that far, that's probably
0: why.
1: No, I haven't, because you didn't put that in the doc.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's called a website link. You click on it, it takes you to a whole new place online. <laughs> uh, let's you just stop here. You mean there are websites <laughs> other
1: than the ones that I build? <laughs> Impossible.
2: Now the point is, yes, the story does, but our listenership wouldn't have got that information yet. Which is right. Yes, so now why Now we, we, close, we now close the curtain behind us again, and we have the illusion of intelligence. Carl gear. Carl And, and Carl says yes, uh, an illusion of actually being alive. Right. So this will affect sports rights too, which actually could be more important than the film rights because it, it look films, they're, they're made, they're stored, they could be torrented, they could be pirated, they could be all these sort of things. So these things do get shared around, yeah? legally, illegally, or what have you, right? Sports events are something that is live and on that moment. So there's very, very little point in torrenting a, a football match, because people either want to watch it when it's happening, or they know the score and that's the end of it. So it's a really different... It's a really different scenario. And so in that respect, I think this is more important because of, I don't know, Sky pay um, unbelie- unbelievably obscene amounts of money for our Premiership football. Now, if they're not actually going to be allowed to have exclusive rights to that because it's a European right rather than a, just a, a British right, will that destroy the Premier League, the La Liga? Well, basically, will it? Because Spanish football, Italian football, British football, and to quite a big extent, German football, it's all to do with um, TV rights. You know, these £300,000 a week, whatever, the money that comes through, even if you've got an 80,000-seat stadium, you know, you can't pay those sort of wages. All the money comes from the, the rights mainly paid by Sky. So if this goes through, it could... I mean, don't get me wrong, I'd be quite happy to see football be devastated in that respect. It'd make me laugh more than you would believe. But it could really, really chop a few things up. Now, these TV, these film companies have got a few quid. If football got together and put all their money and finances together to try and do something, this could be the biggest legal battle in history because of the financial cost and rewards. So I think if Europe Do start to try and do something for the European consumer, which we are one of, and we are yeah for now. But we are one of. It could be the you know the biggest court case in the history of the planet, except it's being
0: held behind closed doors. I don't understand why. Yeah, that's all right. They're probably
2: going to sit there and say, "Well, look, what we're going to do because this will be the outcome. Can we find some sort of compromise?" but i can't see these people <laughs> well, wanting so a compromise because as you say uh, you know they won't they won't even let somebody watch a film you know in a different country let alone you know no. let alone have it for nothing even, they won't let someone pay for the same film in a different country <laughs> yeah. let alone i like i like
0: i like, I like the last piece of the story the last podcast studios have retorted that these moves would effectively destroy copyright protection and wipe out the independent film industry across europe well no
2: independent
3: How? how <laughs> isn't, that? isn't that always the excuse when you get these big names going after you know well, things well, like this you know, yeah. it's, because we're looking after the little you
0: know, well, like, firstly, no, you're not not at all firstly how would it affect copyright because copyright would still be <laughs>
3: exactly. in place you'd have yeah.
0: European copyright granted yeah you'd some. have
3: one rather than having to arrange with many
0: different countries yes. and independent, if anything it makes it simpler and independent films get their funding from independent sources I don't understand hence why they're called independent films but it makes
2: no sense. That just sounds to me like... Or maybe it's just play, uh, films made by this particular website because we're reading independent. Well, maybe so. It's, uh,
0: it's a weird thing. I, I just The only part of this I don't like is the fact it's behind closed doors. <laughs> That's the only bit. Um,
2: I think these things always have to start off like that before they can't agree and then they've got to go...
0: Yeah, I mean, it would be... A, it would be an absolute massive shakeup to, I mean, cause like in the States, you look at the States, you don't get um, like California gets uh, the movie two weeks before um, New Mexico, for example, you know, it's, I know they're a, a union, um, you know, they're a union of States, just like supposedly we are. We're not too playing too well together all the mo- at the moment, however, but um, you know, business goes on and it's, it's, it's pretty right. If they want to treat the European union as a union they should start doing things like looking at things like this not necessarily you know how much we pay our taxes to each other and stuff because we'll pay a a certain amount to the EU um, in in Brussels and stuff but when it comes to things like this that affect how these other foreign companies deal with the EU perhaps it would be better if they just dealt with us as a whole rather than just individual countries that's how
2: it was sold to people in the first place yeah it was free movement of business this I, is not free movement of business
0: no. I still think um, sports what, one I just i can 't understand why the tech companies don't start getting into the sports sphere I mean uh, t- I think Apple isn't reportedly Apple or Google have a bid on supposedly might bid on Thursday night NFL stuff in the states mm-hmm. uh, I, I believe that I mean I don't follow the NFL that much I, I remember hearing a rumor about that. And of course, the money that Google and and Amazon and well, not net, yet Netflix, but Apple, you know, Microsoft, and people like that make they could just snap these these leagues up and uh, put just as much money in and say, here, buy our streaming box, and bang, you've got all that content for what hundred quid a you know a box and plus a little bit of a subscription. It's it's confusing to me why they don't do it, and I don't think there's any monopoly reasons why they shouldn't do it.
2: Yeah. Well, they are sewed up for yeah. of years in advance. Yeah, but. there
0: is that problem. But when that runs out, I mean, I don't know how far ahead it's run out. It's just that the NFL Thursday night football has, has is coming up for renewal, apparently.
2: Yeah,
3: it's another thing where the reasons that the way it's run at the moment is a historical thing, isn't it? It's, it's another one of those where it's like with films before, you know, before any kind of digital... Yeah, you know, distribution. You you had to send physical reels around yeah, and so on. Absolutely, it, it's all it's all like that. It's all historical reasons, and and they've not they've looked ahead for their own rights, but not really for actually the way
0: technology is going to develop. And of course, like when it's, when it's brand new movies, like cinemas. But we're not really talking about that, are we? We're not talking about movies hitting to cinemas. We're we're talking no. about when they hit the home the home video market. Mm. Um, because you know, there's still limit. there's still physical limitations on movies now. For example, you can't have the stars of Star Wars be in every single country on the particular day it's launched globally. But when it by the time it trickles down to home video, there's no need for them to go to every every um, country and promote it. I mean, it's been promote. Movies are promoted like you wouldn't believe at the moment. I mean, mm. Star Wars was done really well, for example, but there's. I just, I just, I just think it's crazy the way they currently do home video stuff. Um, well,
2: I think they're way. actually missing a trick. You know, you're talking about, you know, the stars of a movie can't be there. But for instance, it, I don't know. I don't think, say, Star Wars is on any streaming service at the moment, right? No. Right. Now, if they decided to give it to a streaming service, and it seemed obscenely about, a large amount of money, right? If they had Netflix or Amazon, Amazon's probably a better fit because what they could do, they could do a live show or a show that went live from a certain point, right, of all the stars at some great opening Mm -hmm. saying, you know, it's coming to Amazon Prime and they could interview them, they could do that. And the difference is if you did that on a TV show, you get X amount of millions of viewers, right? If they did that as an exclusive for Netflix or Amazon, you've got the possibility of having a billion people seeing this thing. Mm. You know, so the figures, they might not be live, even though you could make them, a big proportion of them live, but these figures could be astronomic if they got their act together. And you think about it, the reason Netflix works, okay, they got 75 million, right, at the moment, while they're only in a few countries, okay? You know, and... Um, how many TV channels even in the States would have 75 million? Because it's all carved up. You know, Netflix has got 75 million. In a couple of years, once it's been worldwide and it's got big, if they ever get into India and they ever get into China, they could hit a billion people. They're in India already, just as reports of their prices are a bit too high. <clears throat> okay, but they could hit a billion. Right? Even if they hit half a million, that's an, that blows any TV figure out the water by so many factors. So my point is, they could afford to pay a bit more for for Star Wars or whatever it is, whatever the the big thing is. It's like sport. Apple might have all this money, but they haven't got the viewership. If Apple do do something and they do get big as Netflix or whatever, yes, don't go and buy the sport. We're going to buy the sport from every country you want. That's fine. And that would be great because once you've got one license, you can watch it on your phone, your iPad, the the, the computer screen, the Apple TV, or whatever. It's so much better and be tied down to one stupid physical box with a viewing card, All right? I'd love it. Well, I'd happily rather give
0: him the Apple my money than Murdoch. Well, of course it is. It is changing because at the moment, obviously, they're just concentrating on TV shows because they can get longevity of TV show because they can get like forty-eight episodes, for example. But uh, you know, with the move with Adam Sandler, okay, you might not be the biggest Adam Sandler movie uh, fan, sorry, but. Imagine a few years from now when they got enough revenue to go, okay, Spielberg, here's 200 million, go and make us a blockbuster. And we will leave you alone. We will just let you do it. We will not interfere with your editing. We will not interfere with your produce- production or any, any way. It will be completely your your little project uh do whatever you want just give us an idea we'll green light it because we say yes sci-fi is a very popular on our on our system for example and then see what happens because then you get into a whole you know if netflix can release this spielberg blockbuster on a friday globally and it blows any other previous box office well numbers away i I, I can just imagine you know because how much you pay for what is what is uh, Netflix, six ninety nine dollars 99 at the moment. Month. Yeah. Well, my Go movie now. ticket is yeah. like 20 quid. Yeah. So, it just I just wanted, because that figure, when you said give Spielberg 200
2: million to make a film, I had a figure in my head, and it was right. I just had to check that Netflix gave um, $100 million to make House of Cards. Mm. Now, I think that was just the first two, se- oh, the two seasons. Yeah. So the first two seasons were $100 million.
1: Well, they had, to pay, like, they had to pay the two lead actors and then they had about 50 quid left to pay for the uh, production.
2: <laughs> no, but the point is, so that's two seasons. So we'll say, even though, you know, they might have spent another 100 million on the next two seasons.
1: And David
0: Fincher done the first episode. Yeah, He's
2: exactly. He's done other episodes as well, hasn't he?
0: I don't know. How, so I, ne-
2: I Netflix think. aren't scared of spending money. Hmm. I mean, fair enough, they're spending other people's money at the moment, but they're not scared of spending other people's so money. So does Amazon. <laughs> yeah, so Too busy crashing... Thrones. satellite launches and things at the moment <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah
2: well let's
1: there's not really much seamless to say. seamless
2: well done
1: <laughs> let's That's move it. into the beeb bbc may ask over 75s to give up free tv license now we've we've spoken about this as uh, before haven't we Maybe. Yes, we have. Uh, yeah, over, yeah have I'm
3: sure it was, it was a rumour, and it's, there is a rumour from what I can tell. considered, but
1: now it seems to yeah. be considered even more heavily. Uh, people over 75 may be asked mm-hmm. to give up their free TV licence or make a voluntary contribution to it under plans being considered by the BBEZ. Uh The corporation must absorb the loss of £650 million worth of licences for over 75s from 2020 as part of a funding deal agreed with ministers last year. A report on ways to appeal for voluntary contributions is due in 2016. I remember you being quite vocal about this, Alex, previously. Why wouldn't he be? Well, yeah. <laughs> Me? I'm vocal about things
2: I don't care about. So this, I must have been apoplectic. No, look, no, it's fair enough. If you've got the wherewithal to pay for a TV license and you feel that you're getting value for money and you've got a conscience, then chip in, right? But I do think it should be there for people that don't. It. it it's funny, I was listening to um, a radio, Steptoe and Son, from about 1970. Something right, and there was one bit where the the father was. Um, he was actually faking having amnesia because he wanted Harold, the son, to go and buy him a colour TV licence, right? So it, oh, <laughs> he, he went out, and then he was faking amnesia in hospital because he was trying to make him feel guilty for buying a car. And the the father said, "Oh, TV! It's a real boon to the elderly. It keeps them company in their old age." And I absolutely, completely, and utterly believe that's true. You know, it stops people being quite as lonely. It keeps them up to the world. They, they can watch rubbish daytime television. It must be there for somebody. I don't know who does watch it. And I think it's really important. But if you can afford to contribute, then do so. But the fact that this deal was made by a government, you know, quite a few years back now, and it was made by a government And then the government say, actually, BBC, we've got you over a bow, right? And we can kick you as hard as we like. So one of the things we're going to do, instead of cutting your costs by, you know, an extra goodness knows what, we'll leave you a few crumbs left, but you've got to take over paying for this um, free TV license. And what happened, and I didn't realize it was this way around, I just assumed that the BBC just didn't bill these people. The BBC still billed. The bill went to the government, and the government then gave them back the money for the cost that these TV licenses would have brought in. And now the government have said, No, BBC, you've got to swallow that cost. So, in fact, it's not just people getting a free TV license, it's actually another cut of 650 million on top of all the cuts that they've already been given. And it's all some political issue about keeping the TV license at the rate it was. Sorry. The TV license has been frozen for a very long time. (laughs) Put it up by 10, 15 quid a year. We're talking about, if you put it up by 12 quid a year, we're talking about one pound a month, right? So if everybody that's got a TV license that is under 75 pays an extra one pound a month, I'm pretty sure it will cover this cost. But yeah, again, I'd say that if if you got an income and you're over 75, by all means, don't feel obliged to pay for it, but if you can... And you know that what you're doing is contributing something towards something that you can afford to contribute for, do so. But really, I think it would be an absolute travesty if they took it away in general for people because it, it's more than a TV. It, it's so much more to somebody that's elderly and housebound than it is for us young people that go out, and do this, that, and the other. And TV is something we do as well as all the other stuff in our lives. If this was the place you sat down on your chair with 15 blankets because you can't afford to put the heating on and you had the glow in the corner and it was keeping you some sort of company and keeping you attached to the rest of the world, then it's worth so much more than 150 quid a year to them than I think it would be an, a beyond a disgrace if that was taken away. Mm. And, you know, there's not many things I'd stand outside the House as a parliament and wave a placard, but that's one of them. I was just looking at how
0: much our missiles we we, we fire oh, on people, exactly. <laughs> and it's quite shocking actually.
1: Yeah, well, um, they're, they're expensive first... pieces of kit,
0: though. They yeah. are. I just looked at one, and it's like um, £175,000 for one. That's a brimstone missile, whatever the hell that
1: is. The
2: first night when Mm. we, you know, after we, all right, here we go, here's a bit of politics, but we don't do this. But it is a fact.
0: Ben Elton. But it is is
2: a fact. The first night, you remember when we said, oh, we're going to go and help out somewhere, Syria, Iraq, I don't know what we were doing. The last thing that they had a vote on and no one got asked about, right? (laughs) The, the The first night, that's all it was. The first night they spent £100 million on blowing up missiles. Oh, yeah.
0: Tomahawk is 1.59 million. Yeah. The
2: first night.
0: Just one.
2: Right. Yeah. And they probably missed something and hit an empty <laughs> school anyway, so... Oh, dear. Look, irrelevant. Yeah. Do not take
1: the TV licence away from people over seventy. Well... Right? Just, just don't do it. Enough of the TV licence. What if, what, if, what if they're going to try and take the, uh, the BBC news channels away from oh, people him. who maybe don't have the online-ness... BBC News Channel identified as next service to become online only. This story also but, from the theindependent.co.uk. I wish we had sponsors because they could sponsor us for for regurgitating their stories. Um, it really now, it really it, means that I couldn't be bothered to go for this, more than one website. This kind of... It's maybe what we're doing to the stories right. after we've yeah, regurgitated we do, them. Yeah, well, we chew them off and spit them out. Um, but, <laughs> but really, if you look at what they were doing, uh, what they wanted to do with BBC Three what they, what they were going to do with BBC Three and what they have done, or what they will be doing, that's going online only. Did we really think... I mean, I think... Didn't we say at one point that maybe the news channels would be... Uh, yeah, yeah promoted. That was, that was probably what would happen. The problem, fortunately, of course, it's only
0: the um, the 24-7 streaming show. I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of 24-7 streaming news, because it's all well and good, but whenever thing, anything anything happens is like here's a picture of a, a block a house or something now we're going to look at this for four hours while nothing happens happy uh, new year everybody here's a here's a burning hotel in dubai or where whatever but of course the people who suffer is again uh, this might be a bit of a stereotype and it's not totally true it's the elderly because we our generation might know and your generation might know russ and tone yeah you youngsters but um you know I love one of the comments, actually, on this story. Down the bottom, someone called P. James has written... You can buy a Chromecast for one one-off cost of thirty quid. Open up the BBC News app on the phone or Chrome web browser and cast live news from the phone to the TV. It's as simple as pressing a button or two.
2: Yeah. I can't well, about wait. The 700, <laughs> well, that's seven hundred. seven hundred pounds for the phone, the twenty quid a month for the broadband. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but just that, I can't.
0: And yeah, it, I'd really yeah. enjoy telling my dad I mean, to I mean, the, how to do that.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, it does. Does that get a Big audience, that whole twenty four seven that
1: it's rolling? About three or four million apparently I tell you what, the amount of no, office- throughout the Okay. The amount know. of offices the amount of offices that are just in their in their, you know, in London and places like that that are just running News twenty four in the recession. But yes. well, that, that, you know, that, that's my point. That, Officers not, you some, know. Yeah. Not necessarily I'd say somebody at, the point, at home. The, the Lexus dealership I went into the other, the other yeah, day, right, like, and News <laughs> Twenty Four yeah, running. Yeah, foyer,
2: always have it, and they have the ticker tape going at the bottom yeah. of the uh, latest uh, share prices. But
3: if no, you but, watch
1: carefully, they've got the automated subtitles going along, and occasionally you see something funny. Okay, but back to the story. Um, well, that's one of the things
2: because uh, my dad bought for something he'd doing. He bought a uh, TV license for something else. He's running. Okay not just his home. And uh, it's the same price as a normal TV license, because that's all it is. Well, look, sorry, make a business TV license £1,000 a year. Oh, yes. A business (laughs) TV license, yeah, why not? If you're running it in a business, make it £1,000 a year. Make it £10,000 a year if it's um, a skyscraper, because this is a drop in the ocean. The BBC need to come up with ways of just saying, you know what? The the elderly need to be able to watch the TV for nothing, and they need a news channel, right? Actually, but th- this block of you know <laughs> multi-millionaire bankers and ten thousand pound is a drop in the ocean. Ten thousand pound, there you go. That's. Yeah. Uh, oh. For the number of That's, viewers, it's getting. That's 80,000 pensioners paid for. Actually, for you're right. How? But for the
3: number of eyeballs, it's getting yeah, on yeah, those yeah, yeah. business ones. Meanwhile, yeah. Yeah. I was
2: trying to squeeze something out here.
0: How would that work? Is it every business in Canary Wharf needs a TV license? Or is it just Canary Wharf needs a TV license? Right. Canary Wharf needs a 10 million pound yeah. TV license. <laughs> no, just one. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably getting away with one, yeah. Exactly. Is uh, it? Because I have no idea. The I Canary Wharf a- Group and- or whatever they are. We had to get TV license so we could have a TV in the in the staff canteen. I say canteen It's a little cubby hole with a few <laughs> dispensing things in it, but uh, <laughs> Do any of the work of or are it. they all bunged up? Yeah, oh, it's awful. I've um, <laughs> never seen a more depressing place between the hours of twelve and one. But uh, yeah, I mean it's one hundred forty-five fifty a year, so about forty p a day, I think.
2: Yeah, but I'm saying a business. Like, if you're some business, hair, yeah, it If people. you're a hairdresser and you've got a little shop, then look, whatever. But if you're, there should be a rating system of Like, you're a hairdresser, the most you ever get in there is five people at any one time. Then it's a normal TV license, right? What well, we do it but, for a spare bedroom. Exactly. I, I know this is getting really political, but I really think you look. The news channel is important to people, mm-hmm. and you know what's funny. The older you get, the more interested, unless you're Carl and you don't care about the world, but the older I get and most older people get, the more interested you are in the news. When I was a kid, when the 6 o'clock news came on, I might stay stayed in the room for the headlines and if it wasn't really gory, I'd leave, right? And as you get older, you think, oh, it's 6 o'clock, I'll put on the news, see what's going on in the world, right? And then you get older again, I actually find myself putting on the rolling news occasionally and after about half an hour, your brain just goes, no,
0: I can't take this, <laughs> So well, there's numb. the thing. There's the
3: thing. You're doing it occasionally.
0: <laughs> we, yeah, we did survive yeah. without rolling news for Sky and CNN. Really? Who was it, it? Was it CNN? I don't know. You know what the first rolling news network was? I want to say CNN, it, but it, it, was, CNN. it wasn't British because
2: no. um, BBC News wasn't the first one rolling. It must have been Sky News.
1: Well, they've had How, they've had other roll. The, the companies in the states have had rolling broadcast. Right, I mean, C-SPAN is, has been going for years, hasn't it?
3: I mean, it, they, it used to be that they'd interrupt
0: a broadcast if there yeah. was it real urgent news, wasn't they? You know, Oh, my, but in America, they get the news wrong so quickly because they do. They have to get, you know, people watching. Here's the facts. Even though the facts are wrong, here are the facts. And, of course, they stick in people's brains as the facts, even though... Well, it's the, it's the editorial by whoever happens to be in the office at that moment. Oh, yeah. So, you know... Uh, so maybe, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of rolling new services, but if Sky's got it, I'm, I want the BBC to have it as well. <laughs> yeah, everyone,
2: you need some balance. Uh, do ITVs still have ITV news, or is that gone? Uh, I haven't
3: think seen they it I think did before. at one point when, when Freeview very first started. Yeah, cause but I think that's gone now, isn't it?
1: Yeah, they mm, scrapped it. Yeah. But you they just know, have ITV no, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, yeah, and 8.
3: because it, um, it was ITN, wasn't well, we it? Got- it, also run... Channel Four and Five
1: News, it's ITV yeah. news Digital that had because um, I've got a mug somewhere with ITV Digital on it, and I'm sure <laughs> they had a news channel. No, ITV yeah. Digital was the name for on
2: digital, either before or after it. But no, it was after, after on digital it became yeah. ITV Digital, and after ITV Digital it became Freeview. I think, I
0: think, I think we still got like Al Jazeera, twenty four seven, and RT News. No, but the um, point is, the one go, the that BBC's
2: remits, <laughs> yeah. one of the BBC remits is news, right? And okay, so what they're going to go, oh, we only need to do now. Online is not good enough, okay? Online is good enough for something like BBC Three, where the you know the average person that watches it is of a certain age. They will have a mobile phone, they will have broadband, they will have this, that, and the other. But the average person over seventy-five in this country could not cope with or really understand it I'm talking about the average obviously there are people out there that 75 and they could be 90 and still be completely computer literate but most people don't want to be I,
0: I don't see it as a problem until something happens big because then it becomes valuable again it's not you know every day today where nothing's really going on in the world okay, okay, there's always something going on somewhere in the world, but you know what I mean? When it's something domestic... major stories. Yeah, Yeah. when there's something domestic big happens, like a massive, you know, the next terrorist attack, wherever that comes from, you know, it's good to know. You can tune into the BBC and get a sort of measured response rather than someone saying the dog looks sad, for Mm -hmm. example.
2: Well, I think they should be working out how to get more money out of certain avenues than just keep cutting and cutting and cutting because yeah, well. there's a point where they're not doing their job anymore. Now their job is if they need to fund it, they need to find other avenues to fund it. That's what they need a better I can't remember yeah. what the department is. Enterprise department or whatever they call it. Anyway.
1: Well, let's get speaking of better. Well, actually, well, we did we just don't know, do we? Let's move on to the box. Doctor Who showrunner Steve Moffat quits to be replaced by Broadchurch creator Chris Chibnall story from the radio times Stephen moffat of uh, uh, sherlock don't League, say that phrase that he gives please has decided that his time <coughs> i'm not going to say what the radio times put on there thank you his time as showrunner of doctor who has come to an end and he will step down as the show's lead writer and executive producer after six series at the six good heavens radio time does not feel read. like it's been that long does it, it no 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 It was like 15. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Moffat will hand over the keys to the TARDIS at the end of next of the next series in 2017 to Broadchurch writer and Doctor Who fan Chris Chipnall. BBC One decided to air Moffat's final twelve part series, the tenth of the modern era, in spring twenty seventeen. Chipnall's debut series as head writer and executive producer will launch in twenty eighteen. A Christmas special will air this year, overseen by Moffat, though it is unclear whether Peter Capaldi's new companion will feature. The companion, who will replace Jenna, Coleman, Jenna Coleman's Clara Oswald, will definitely be in place for the spring 2017 series, say BBC. So, well, well if they I'm haven't glad found rushing. him or her by then... then... Wow. <laughs> Dude, heavens. Well, mm. so, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not completely um, annoyed that, that we're not going to get a series this year. I think that's actually quite good
3: did, did not did we not say sort of when we were reviewing the Christmas one it was um it's like oh maybe we do need a bit of a break. Yeah you know, that's that yeah. was pretty much the
1: consensus among us wasn't in it? fact in fact um Alex had something in particular to say. Exactly. <laughs> I did. And there's Would the you? insert point. Thank you. Where well, you go. <laughs>
2: well, I don't need to insert anything. I thought you were gonna play it. <laughs> No, well, I, I stand by my previous comments.
3: There you go. There you Same go. Seeing it turned out to be absolutely yeah. I
0: don't I don't understand why they need you year off, virtually. It's 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 mad. You get films. Done in that time. There's no need to take that amount of time off. It's just crazy. Okay, if they want to save some money, from our previous stories, obviously the BBC needs to save some money. Got well, some, I imagine some, they make quite a big profit out of Doctor
2: Who. Yeah, Probably, I don't know. What do you do? He's yeah. a money spinner. Let's not bother doing it. I just for two think,
0: think we got, so we're not going to get anything until Christmas this year of Doctor Who. But
2: the alternative,
3: the alternative would be the specials like we got with David Tennant Yeah, but we're not even getting that. We get nothing. That would be the alternative, and and I don't think that that's a better alternative. I think rather have it you know, rested. But they run repeats, of course they will.
2: No, but and the point is, like this is sorry, just to make a point. Tone, when you're saying rested, we're not getting a new writer now. We've still got to go through another, another twelve part of, series, yeah. right? Now that twelve part series, the one that should be. Raring to go, ready to be recorded. This, that, and the other. What have been doing? <laughs> That's not going to be done here for another year. So mm. this is my this is my confusion. It's fair enough if he said tomorrow I haven't written anything and someone else is coming in. It's going to take him a year to find his feet. Right. Granted, not a problem. I understand that. Right. But what they're doing is basically saying um, you're going to need two years to sort yourself out. And instead of having, like, doing it now and having a year and a half gap, what we'd do, we'd just sit here and twiddle our thumbs for six months before we start recording it. So we're going to have a year break and then a year break rather than... And you know what? You look at the old Doctor Who, which I don't care, in my opinion, was superior. And um, it was almost just a revolving thing. They just... You had Doctor Who, then it was a break, then it was a Doctor Who, then it was a break. And that went on for years and years and years and years with no problem because... You know, like we said last year, week rather, and maybe I said it, but the problem is they take it too damn seriously. Remember what it is. It's a jolly story with a good base of characters, and you got, was it they said in the original thing, we don't want any bug-eyed monsters. Yeah, and we got bug-eyed monsters. Great, right? And that is what made Doctor Who great. This, everything has to be some heart-wrenching, really poorly written version of a Jennifer Aniston <laughs> sort of love story. I don't diss Jennifer. I'll do Nothing wrong with her, just the mm. people that write it for her. But the point is, it, it, it's that's not what it is. I mean, we sit here week in, week out going, oh, the Doctor this and the Doctor that. We're grown adults and we shouldn't be really having to think about this. We should say, God, that was funny when he stuck his sonic screwdriver up the... You know, some made-up creature's eyeball. You know, it doesn't matter where that was going. Yeah, Yeah, I did. did Halfway halfway through it, my brain said, "No, can't say that." No, edit that. Edit that.
1: Yeah, we have a nice C next to our our name on the uh, on the iTunes podcast. There's a story about that for crass, but. (laughs) (laughs) But
2: like I'm saying, it's it's they're thinking too much. Then you know what. Millions of books, like I told you last week my brother, there's millions of books written, millions of stories written. At least half of those would be fine to flesh out into really good Doctor yeah. stories. You do not need this, you know, this arc that goes from series to beginning to series to end. No. We do not need people's entire universe being, who cares, the universe isn't going to end in every story. Why can't we just have a jolly jape? <laughs> Why can't we just have a run around, the doctor <laughs> do
0: something silly? Oh, and something... I want to ISO that. <laughs> 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 Alex saying, Jolly Jape just sounded fantastic. <laughs> but, but you, you don't <laughs> need all this. It's been so
2: many years. You know, we get the odd story, which is just a bit of running around, a bit of fun, a bit of this. You know, you go back, I and mean, I was talking about the Freemer type stuff, I really like the Shakespeare one. Hmm. You know, it was a one off story, it didn't mean anything. There was no master in it. There was no human, you know, there was nothing happening in modern day. It was just they got in the TARDIS. They went somewhere. They had an exciting experience. We got to meet Shakespeare in one way or the other. It was funny. It was charming. There was monsters. There was time this, and there was spooky stuff. Brilliant. Great story. I remember that. I can't even remember half the nonsense that happened with the one-tone, light like, with the long red hair. I can't even remember half that storyline. Didn't she have a baby, and then, oh, I'm not pregnant. I said, like, what? And there was some woman with a patch on her eye that kept looking through, and I was like, what? I don't care, this isn't Doctor Who. This is, this is something out of Lord mm. of the Rings, for goodness sake. Will you stop it and just give us some nice, fun mm. Doctor Who running around... Preferably with a bit of um, a vegetable in his lapel, but you can't manage that. Yeah. Don't use sonic sunglasses <laughs> and
0: a there. guitar. There is wow. a, the, a strong um, argument to have it should be more character-based rather than drama, because mm-hmm. that's what they used to. Ha- they had to rely on that back in the old days. So how many to of those can budget? you knock? How many of those can you knock out as mm-hmm. a writer? Well, you come up with a
2: great story, you write some great gags and some great lines. Yeah. bang! Next great story, and you
0: could twelve of those. You could
2: probably write them.
0: One you, a week. If you think back to, I think it, I think it was pretty much the first um, series, actually, with the bad wolf thing. I mean, yeah. that was the arc, but it was never, it was mentioned a few times, but most of it was just in the background. And if I don't was, think you know, they ever
2: knew where they were going with it. No. They put it
0: in, they thought one day will well, finish That's, that's the view of what writers can do. I'm a yeah. bit a bit annoyed by this BBC controller, Charlotte Moore, who says, um, reason we're not doing that is 2016 is spoiled for our national moments, including the Euros and the Olympics. And I want to hold something back for 2017. I don't like the Europe- <laughs> Euros and the Olympics. What am I going to yeah, be watching? Yeah. Well,
2: cheap. why can't the yeah. doctor turn up at the Olympics? They did that before. They, they did that the Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's the, uh, good. It's with fine. the torch going through the village. That,
1: that's probably what your Christmas special will be. I'll tell you uh, what. I'll tell you uh, what. Why? We may not have Doctor Who, but we'll have lots of other streaming. There's lots of streaming stuff coming out left, right, and centre this year. We've got stuff renewed from beginning to end. You're not going to be spoiling for it. I'm always spoiling for it. But what so, say?
0: It just seems weird. It just seems like it, they're taking. Um, uh, is, is Sherlock back next year? 2016. They doing a new one? Yeah. I'm not sure it is actually. Maybe because that's what that's taken up all their time. I I have no idea. Yeah, what, i, I, they I was a find a way to. That's what
3: Moffat was doing. Really, they need to well, find look, a way to
2: one, pick it and all,
1: make it not suck this time.
2: Yeah, but if that's what's taken up all his time, then he shouldn't have. He should have picked a long time ago one or the other. Hmm. It's because just, of you know what, if these are British institutions, right? Uh, well, Doctor Who certainly is. Sherlock. They hoped. It would become one. Well, it is a British institution. Is, in this original. is this is just an incarnation, isn't it? If Did they we... are, then how dare he think he's got the right to decide <laughs> when or where we can have our institutions? You I, know, I do. If but you're but not capable, Sherlock, go away. Now, with with Sherlock, it's
0: also
3: that the two stars have become you know, busy with other things as well, isn't it? It's not just him
1: become Hollywood stars. with Sherlock. Just, yeah. Exactly.
0: I, I do wonder if the internet was a thing back in the days of um, Sylvester McCoy. Doctor Who, because that was pretty terrible, based on budgets alone, um, how we were, would be reacting to that. Maybe, you know, the ch- us, the chattering classes now, the chattering internet classes, we do get a big voice and slagging these things off. Almost well, no, instantly. we don't
2: actually have any voice. The only voice we have is the ones that we listen to, which is yeah. our own. Yeah, that's true. The echo chamber, no,
0: but Nobody else listens
2: to us.
3: <laughs> but no, but I mean, there's been... It's like the, the real... That is the sad part of this for me. It's the waiting another, you know, year for a new yeah, series. I could die. A, a lot of people have celebrated <laughs> Moffat leaving. You're fine. A lot of people also <laughs> celebrated our, you know, Russell T. Davis leaving. And look how that's turned out well, for them.
0: you right For those people, those same people who complained about. But when he but, the, he, but when he hmm. started, it was kind of okay. I mean, you know, when he took over, um, when he took over Matt Smith, I thought so, there's some good stories in the Matt Smith era. Um there's not many in the um Peter Capaldi era, unfortunately.
2: No, but the but, point uh, is you've got every right I think you've got every right to rejoice because of it's obviously one of those things. Well, what, I'm not I'm not talking about even Moffat. It's obviously one of those things. There's a there's a time span where you can remain fresh. Right? Yes. And Moffat I, I reckon, you know, when Moffat came in I, I reckon it might have been a bit too early because I don't think it, it had its day. I think the previous writers had had enough, right? Whereas this, as much as Moffat might be going, yes, well, it's time for me to hang up my my quill, I think in general he must have heard murmurings around because we can't be the only people that are just getting fed up with the what I personally deem as the poor quality of storytelling, right? Now... There should be a, you know, you you get two years or three years, um, right? And if it's still going well and you can prove that you've got another season's worth of good stories and you, then fine. But it's like handing over this chalice. It's like the England football manager's job, right? Instead of giving uh, someone a job and say, go away and go and do this forever until we sack you, you should be on a term. You get three seasons and then you're gone, unless you can prove our voice. Maybe, Pierre pick, pick
0: up <laughs> easy for you to say Peter Picaldi took him Capaldi.
3: aside Capaldi hey, oh you
0: you said Pic- you. <laughs> <laughs> you me I can't oh, no, do a Scottish accent it's not
2: very good he, he might have it's gone you know what I came in here I wanted to do it before Matt Smith do and you him.
0: wouldn't give me the job you gotta, you gotta do it as him you gotta do it as him doing Malcolm Tucker imagine if he unloaded on you like Malcolm Tucker
2: would as I, I've never only, the only thing I know about Malcolm Tucker is what you lot have demonstrated to me off air
0: I've never seen him. Of course, this good new guy coming in, uh, Chris Chibnall. 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 Chibnall, Okay, so he started his. Firstly, he he um, was involved heavily in um, Torchwood, and the first Doctor Who episode that he wrote was Forty Two, which was the the you know the one that's almost real time. Like Forty Two backwards is obviously Twenty Four, (laughs) so it's a good, you know, obviously. And it was, I thought, it was a really good episode. That one, where, yeah. um, but that, that's the thing, Moffat was taken
3: on you know, over because he, he'd written like Blink. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a whole different thing to write, you know, if, if, to to run the whole show for a season than to write one really good episode.
2: Yeah, that's I, what. Destroyed that's why I have towards. my doubts. That's
3: why I have my doubts about Jiminol. Now, I want it to work. I want him to work well. Yeah, you know, don't
0: get me wrong. But. He also wrote the Hungry Earth and Cold Blood. Uh, which ah, is, there we go, there you go, and he also wrote dinosaurs on a spaceship. Exactly,
3: they didn't, that just declined, <laughs> didn't it? Nice,
2: right? Where was I? Well, what but, killed Torchwood is what's killing Doctor Who. T- first two seasons of Torchwood were individual shows; they didn't really relate to each other. They were you—you you had story arcs, but purely the. What was going on in the characters' lives? There wasn't a story arc of this is the one story. Then they went to the Doctor Who type one story through a season. Then they went to the three part all season, everything being a long episode. That
1: one, that, one, that one series the they of- did. That one series they did. I can't remember what it was called. Um, in fact, Peter Capaldi was in that. Okay, which one? That was actually really good. The one when you couldn't die. No, the oh, one, one where uh, The children of Earth. The children of Earth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah. Was yeah. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. So that was the previous series. That was great, that was. Yeah. Oh, Scary as hell, that was. The one where you couldn't die. That was the one that was done in cooperation with Stars. That uh, was Miracle Day. Yeah. Yeah, that
2: didn't work. But like I say, the first two series of Torture were fantastic. They were like what Doctor Who could have been. It's what Doctor Who could have been. version, weren't they? Exactly but then they went this let's have a story arc from beginning to end one story blah 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 and then let you now we all know you know torchwood has been and gone i'd love them to bring it back but i don't think anyone's doing anything that was that
0: i killed
1: it i'll tell you what let's 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 pull the um let's let's pull the shutters down on on all doctor <coughs> who discussion for a year at, at, for for at least until christmas starts until week. the weather starts getting bad again <laughs> which could be tomorrow <laughs> i don't know but uh, as uh, you know as moffat has oh you're in the west country aren't you you're indeed. gonna get soaked tomorrow well maybe well as moffat has said at the start of season 11 chris chibnall will become the new showrunner of doctor who and oh, i yeah. will be thrown in the skip
0: 2018
1: rack, 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 rack. yep well there we go we've got a long way to go uh, Carl, when I said we've got a C next to Arthur, you said there's a story about that. What was
0: Oh, yes, say? because um, Apple were changing the default setting. So if you do not put it as an explicit um podcast, it will automatically put it as a C. So if you if you've then left swear words in your show, um, you could be in for spot of bother. Oh, whoops. Well,
1: I can we ad- don't swear. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, well, we're all, exactly. we're all responsible people.
0: No, but you be some people just forget that they put swear words in in their show, swear, yeah. um, uh, uh, and Apple don't like that when you do it. It's and such an easy to thing to do
1: it. though, because literally most podcast kind of systems, like what we use with um, um, Squarespace, mm. if you need to do an explicit show, you just click a checkbox. Yeah, that's
0: right. And uh, but some some. Um, of the uploading services do some of them still do not that have that option believe it or not and you can fix it yourself by going into the rss um the xml uh, file and changing it if you so wish but again i want uh, to petition they put an s for spoiler so you can actually have it
1: tagged so you can actually have it tagged in your show we'll that, that contains spoilers yeah all right, yeah. let's, I think let's, we might need that later. Let's touch on this very quickly. Chris Evans nearly walked away from troubled Top Gear of the BBC meddling, while Simon Cowell says he should be making the show instead with with a, with a an article title like that. It could only be from the Daily Mail. Dum, dum, dum. Now,
0: did this originate from the Daily Mail? The, the did story it actually is, originate from fact?
2: I That's saw funny. this somewhere, I think, on Twitter earlier today. And... I just was looking for stories, and I went, oh, "I can't remember where that was." So I just typed it into Google, and there was a few versions of this story, but the top one was the Daily Mail, so that's where we got the link. Ugh. So please don't blame me. I was going to say, now you got your apology out of the way. Yeah, I've hung my head in shame. I, I, well, my first thought was, yeah, you know, all these people that <laughs> was I, go, oh, I, don't, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want Chris Evans. And mm. I just sit there and go, yeah, well, look who you could have had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: sure. have won.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just think it's... Just a-
3: get JK in. He knows cars. He can d- drive decently.
2: He probably doesn't want to know, though, does he want that poison?
0: Exactly. Cells?
3: Exactly. I mean, I think he's appeared on Top Gear once, but that was as a, as a guest in the car. You know, didn't he get the, the fastest?
1: Uh, he got the fastest around the track at one point, didn't he, JK? At the time, yeah. yeah, yeah. At the time he did it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so-
0: Mr Bean likes his cars, let him do it. <laughs> As you know me, Mr Conspiracy, I just say, publicity, when does this show come back? No idea. No, it's not far out, I think it's in March. All right, so it hasn't been in news for a while, so let's get some publicity out there. Um, let's create some controversy, because that done us so well in the past. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the, the Amazon Top Gear show uh, doesn't I don't, doesn't come out till autumn, I believe. No.
1: It's the end of the year. It's
0: so far away. Um, and, you know, and he's continuously tweeting out pictures about his new office and the cars that they're driving and stuff like this. That's just has been them driving the social media car, though? Exactly, but it's, but it's been very little from, from Chris Evans. And so, if you could create a bit of controversy, and he comes in a mad, I don't believe this for a second. He's saying like he was seen throwing up outside of a well, he could have been sick. <laughs> he could have, you know, he's yeah. doing his job. He's got, they've only got a certain days they can have these certain cars, so he's got to turn up while being ill. Yeah. And the other thing with this is like, even if he did
3: leave, the other presenters that have been announced, I think, you know, cause I think you've had, there was one point where David Coulthard was announced as, you know, one of the support <laughs> presenters like uh, Sabine Schmitz. Mm. And, you know, they, they could quite easily, based on their previous appearances, they could quite happily take that lead slot. You know, well, other- I,
2: you know what I think, I think the, the, the car show is again, what you've got to remember it, It's moved on from being a car show. So they can't just have someone as interesting. I mean, I think David Courtauld has got a touch of the Steve Davises about him. I think his nickname should be interesting, you know? I don't think he could possibly host the show. He's quite good being in the background arguing with mm. the guy with a goatee. What's his name? Uh, Eddie, uh, whatever I don't Eddie know. Eddie Jordan. Eddie Jordan. Oh, get Eddie Jordan on! Yes, that would be. But a- he only works with someone else to argue with, you know. So it wouldn't. Yeah. It would be like having the two old men from the Muppets, you know. <laughs> if they had him and David Coulthard, you know, they'd be able to just sit in the top yeah. box criticizing Chris Evans. Now that yeah. would work. They can have yeah. that for nothing. I'm fully supportive.
3: Yeah. They, the, they, the other thing though I've seen that um Coulthard might be because it's his company you know he part owns the company that's doing F one for Channel Four. So he'll probably end up on that in the lead role
0: anyway. This he? this story also goes on the claim that he can't speak and drive at the same time. <laughs> Let's just think about that for a yeah. moment. Okay. Um uh, Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. So he can't yeah. say
3: power. That's it. No,
2: he'll have a little clicker on the Finished by Rangers, we're okay.
0: I've got. I don't know. <laughs> this must be popular because we've had 359 comments on it
1: in the space of a few hours. Oh no! Let's not read oh, those. I've got comments. to read some. Come on! No, let's not read these. Oh, no, don't, 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 don't do it. Steady, decided. <laughs> Brilliant Through though. Me. Well, uh, one word. Yeah. I tell you what. We've got. A, we've got plenty of time to wait. Not near. Not nearly long enough. As long as um as the new series of Doctor Who though. 2017 here we come right now there was a uh very very uh very 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 low budget sci-fi film released just before christmas It didn't really make much money but we all wanted to talk about it um
3: yeah <laughs> what is this <laughs> and this is where I hand the reins over to you and this is where. <laughs> oh you can't do it. i still haven't seen it i still oh, haven't oh, seen it well you can not talk about, about, about spoilers I've only now I'm not bothered about spoilers. I've only
1: recently rewatched the original three for God's sake. He's not so. bothered about spoilers. He he's heard about everything. He's not. All, not I'm, all I'm interested here is what everybody thought of it. Loved it. Can um, you expand on that? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so um
0: okay, if you if you look at it, it has got a, a lots and lots and lots of throwbacks to the uh the new hope. Film, for example, it's, yeah. it's basically recycled the same storyline to a, a, a certain extent. Uh, being as there's a big planet, that you you're going to put a spoiler thing on this. Aren't oh you, yes, before? I will
1: put a spoiler thing on this. Yes.
0: So yeah, so it's basically another big Death Star type planet that they've got to kill, and again, <laughs> there's one damn minor flaw yes, in it. One so flaw. <laughs> if you if you can attack this thing, but what it does do so brilliantly, which those bloody prequels didn't do is it gives it some character there's some character in the characters there's a
1: bromance
0: so yeah to a certain extent but (laughs) there's just the way it's 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 filmed the way it's shot the way the physicality of the movie the fact that most of the sets are real there's some that obviously are are not the action it's never it doesn't feel forced there's that certain the pacing of it is incredible like i just i when the film ended, I'm thinking, especially the way it ends, when they're flying off to, like you know, to try and find Ireland. Luke Skywalker at the end. I'm thinking it can't be the end. I looked at my watch, and like, like two hours had gone. For what? How's that possible? But um, but no, the action in it, uh, the the new cast is absolutely amazing. That lead, uh, Daisy Rid- Ridley is Daisy it? Ridley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is at ap- wherever they discovered her. She is an amazing actress. Definitely in that character. I have no idea what she's been in before. I know she's been in some much smaller roles, but... She does not TV. You though. can't
2: get much bigger. Yeah. Well,
0: now, no, but...
2: Whatever had to be much smaller, that's <laughs> yeah. just its yeah. definition. I, I know,
0: but just the way she, she acts and the way she gets on with um, John Boyoga, I think his name is. Yeah, uh, the two lead characters bounce, bounce off each other very well. Whoever did
2: that casting knows about casting yeah, their personalities just mesh beautifully
0: uh, there's some fantastic uh, set pieces in it there's it's, you know obviously there's the massive tragedy where um, a certain main character dies uh, <laughs> and it's, it's sort of an ounce you can sort of see it coming so it sort of prepares you and so when it actually happens it's not the biggest sadness thing I was thinking it would be when I, I was sort of fearing it when I heard that this character would be in it because he'd always wanted to be... I think he's Han Solo. I was,
1: so, was going to um, say, um, Harrison Ford has been... Ever since the vocal. first Star Wars film, he's yeah. been trying to get her out yeah. of of the um, he, of the franchise, hasn't he?
0: He wanted his character killed in Empire Strikes Back and then again in Return of the Jedi, and they never did it, yeah. but this he time... Wanted, he actually,
1: wanted to go up with the Death Star in, um, in um, yeah. but there's lots of, of the Jedi.
0: The, but even the way they deal with it, not so much the fact that that happens it's the fact how Chewie reacts to it and it's this whole it feels brilliant and of course there's no guarantee he's dead I'm just assuming it is the way they shot it and the way it happened. I think yeah he's got to be dead but um but some of the action pieces the um the chase at the beginning near the beginning with the Millennium Falcon uh the um the bit where that new pilot shows off his skills like you know it's none of this falseness to it like um you know, Anakin Skywalker was meant to be this amazing pilot, and we show, show him in a pod race. But it almost felt forced in, forced into the into the story. The way they show this this clip, this uncut clip of him, this guy doing all his X-wing fighter pilot hijinks and just taking out loads of like Tie fighters and stuff. It's just brilliant. It's a fantastic piece to watch. Um, and again, yes, there are some plot holes in it, but I'm not sure they're meant to be there because it's because obviously they knew this time that they were going to have a second and a third one, which they didn't necessarily know when they did A New Hope, so they had to close it off. Um, you know, some of the characters, the old classic characters are underutilised. It's a shame probably CF-3PO is in there and rtd because they don't really need to be. That new robot is just fantastic. BB-8. Yeah. He was the I mean, highlight of the entire film for me. Actually, I thought he I mean, was fantastic. If you just think what it is, and the amount of character they got out of that, Droid, it's just, I can't believe it. Um, but again, I, so, I decided that character comes because it's it's
2: like a robotic penguin, yeah, <laughs> it's got the cuteness and the move of the, the
0: way it moves. It has, it's yeah. definitely got something that you honestly, could, that was my high
2: point of the film. That robot,
0: yeah, because I thought it fell miserably. I thought, you know, the way they show it in the trailers and stuff, it's just doodling along, but you, the way they gave it character was just. This is awesome, I thought. Well, um, he, um,
1: I, I, I remember thinking when they brought him out with the one of the Star Wars conventions. Yeah, they brought R two D two on stage, and then out comes BB eight rolling around R two D two, and looking at him, making a noise. A couple of my friends didn't actually realise that he's real, mm. and I had to show them these <laughs> this video. I said, yeah. "No, he is. He's actually a he's actually a, a physical it's effect." Yeah. Uh, some other some
0: places, some bits that dis- disappoint me slightly is. Um, that Captain Phantasm? Phasma. The, the, Phasma? Ah, <laughs> oh. see? It's the Stormtrooper with all the a silver armour. Totally underutilised. But again, I don't know if that's on purpose. Because <clears throat> all she seemed to do is say, put your helmet back on and get it back in line. And it just seems, for the person playing that character, it just seems insane. It's just like the very beginning, when um, Max uh, von... Sideow. <laughs> yeah, he's in it for like two minutes and he's Clink, gone.
2: Klinkerhoffen.
0: Why have you got him in it to do that? It makes no sense. But again, is it because they're setting things up to use later on? And and there was some are some moments in it as well, some real genuine moments, like I never felt when I was watching the prequel, like the end lightsaber fight where you think you know how it's gonna end, like, oh yeah. Like he's the guy's picked up the lightsaber and he's he's battling Ray um, Kylo Ren and he's he's sort of losing. And you think, oh no, what's going to happen here? And then he th- he looks like he's going to get the light, like light Luke's lightsaber, and he's reaching for it. Again, if you haven't seen this, this ruins a fantastic moment in itself. And he's reaching for it, and it suddenly comes out the snow, just like it does in Empire Strikes Back, flies towards him, straight past him, and into the girl's hands. And that is just brilliant form. That was just one of those moments where the whole cinema went yes. <laughs> and uh, the special there, effects, there's only four of us in my cinema, so it wasn't quite so Ours house was packed, and I even suffered it through 3 d as well but there was one, there was some really good use of 3 d uh, in the in what I saw um and I'm just happy it just made me glad it reminded me of how I felt when I saw Star Wars originally, and that could be because a lot of the main a lot of the main points are lifted from a new hope and transplanted through one form or another into this new um this new movie. But it just it felt like we were back in that universe. And there was no talk about bloody councils and long Tradies. walks down corridors. Yes, mm. there was none of that. It was no it was <laughs> everything felt real, everything yeah. felt plausible, even though obviously it isn't. <laughs> and it and it just it just felt good it, it it just moved along at such a pace it was just an awesome yeah. piece of cinema i mean you know star wars isn't meant to be um this big space-, space yeah it's not meant to be a 2001 it's meant to be a rollicking space adventure which is exactly what it is and that is exactly what i got and i was more than happy with that well you got a rollicking yeah um, and yeah. And I'm... I'm Say, so as long as there's no Haydn Christensen in it. I'm, I'm a bit disappointed now that they
1: pushed the second one they back have. to Christmas. Oh, that's just a pain. Well, did you really expect it to come that, that close?
0: Yeah, I was quite shocked. Sure. I mean, at least we get another one next year. So it kind of like lessons. Yeah, you're getting like the spin-off, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it just, it, it seemed, it came across to me as someone who loved the material. Um, which is something, again, the prequels didn't have. It was just someone, oh, here I am going through the motions to turn this out because I said I would, for whatever reason. Um, and I just felt it was a, it's in, it's, in, it's in good hands now, hopefully, moving forward. I know JJ's not doing the second one, but what he did on the first one, I just thought was fantastic for what Star Wars is and what Star so- Wars should be. Do
3: you think that's because he actually knows Star Wars where Star Trek, it's arguable that he probably didn't <laughs> know the material? Well, you've got a problem.
0: See, now, that's what we've had this after. I
3: know that's a whole different thing, you know. But- See, the
0: Star Trek that Russ wants is not going to sell tickets in this day and age, unfortunately. It will sell tickets for a few people, like like the old ones did, but those numbers are dwindling. You've got to make it for a new YouTube generation. and that that's, that's because big- the last... Even the last few Next
1: Generation movies were goddamn awful. Well, yeah, exactly. But even but if you they were back... more watchable than the rubbish that J.J. Abrams pulled out. Maybe, but even <laughs>
0: if you go back to the classic one of Star Trek, which is obviously yeah. Ralph of Khan, it's still a pretty slow burned movie. It has its action
1: sequences in it, though, <laughs> but not many. But there's a bit more. You could, you there's a bit more, more brains to it. But, <laughs> but, you could, you well, could do more first ooh. contact, but though... Yeah. I've always held that up with Rafael Khan and it is more of an action film. Yeah. It is, it is more of an but action film. It's got film, more but about it's got it, some as
0: well. with it as well.
1: Oh. It has two it has d- the first contact has two distinct storylines going along with it. Yes.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. But he's also suddenly for some reason Picard picks up a machine gun and starts gunning down. Borg. That's the holodeck. <laughs> yeah, That's all the holodeck. Yeah, yeah. But they're still Borg and they're still real Borg. And then when his 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 fellow um teammates crew mates get attacked you just go Oh sod them we're too late we can't save them now and bugger's off <laughs>
1: you obviously yeah, haven't what watched Picard that film in a while have you
0: i don't know he sees his mate and he <laughs> just, just goes say,
1: i don't remember him actually buggering off i remember someone being slowly assimilated he to when he decided to put him out of his misery <laughs> well that helps as well lucky no one did that to him wasn't it that's all i can say <laughs> <laughs> yeah just yeah. said plot point yeah i guess i guess I guess. Well, I saw it. Uh, when did I see? It? I saw it just before Christmas. And I was lucky enough to have a uh, r- almost like a private viewing, actually, because it was just me and my brother and my sister, and there were literally, I don't know, four people up the other end of the cinema, two people down below, and um, how the hell did you manage that? And it all started. no it was brilliant. What <laughs> was it? The timing in in the day or something? It was, was on it? the Isle of Wight right put it that way <laughs> everyone was there and it, yeah um no i thought i actually thought it started quite well especially when um especially when carlo ren stops that blaster beam in mid-air and it stays there until he goes into his ship he obviously it Vader obviously never did that passes his mic sorry bader never did that no no they just bounced off him or whatever he did
0: well, it deflected them. But deflected it, yeah. Much more impressive to hold yeah. it in space. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, they didn't have the special effects back then. Um, <laughs> but um, I thought after after they'd found uh, basically uh, after they'd found the Millennium Falcon, I thought the whole thing slowed down and got very got very boggy almost. <laughs> I was kind of thinking when when they eventually when they eventually get to um, you yeah, know the meetup with Carrie Fisher, who I didn't actually think was Carrie Fisher for the first. Five seconds. I thought, "Who is that? I know that face." Oh God, it's Karen Fisher. <laughs> and 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 about that point, I was thinking, right, "How much longer are we going to be here?" Well, not long. Come on, come on, let's get. <laughs> but um no, no that's, some of it again. As you've already said, it's the it's the it's the big super weapon with one fatal flaw. We just have to put a couple of torpedoes down this little hole, and then all will be well. And also, we told the cat. We told Captain Phasma to lower the shields, and yes, she did. Mm. Do you think that's what the prequels was missing—that big sort of Death Star type thing? I've oh, absolutely never had that, no did idea. I, I, I don't <laughs> I know anything else. I, I kind of thought as, as soon as the um, as soon as this super weapon opened fire, and managed to destroy a bunch of planets that they could see from. Yeah, that what, makes from, sense. From another planet. J.J. Abrams has done that before. He did, um, when, mm. uh, another spoiler, uh, when Vulcan was destroyed in in Star Trek 2009, for some mm. reason, Kirk could see the planet being hosed in on itself. Well, look, from it was meant another, to be on a moon or something. From another you? planet. I think was thinking, got Delta Vega or something like that. You that's can't, what, that's what, that's what, what are you doing?
0: I, that's what I'm saying, you can't hold it. That's a serious Because you can't have dogfights. You don't have dogfights in space either. It doesn't work like that. It's just creative license. am not sure anyone's tried it yet to no, find no out. No, no one's
1: tried it. No one's tried it. And you won't be
2: able to hear the lasers either. No, exactly. Well, they you did hear that anything. in
1: Battlestar. I think the most <laughs> if you if you want realistic space battles, you watch Battlestar. Um yeah. but And yeah, if you miss it's sixteen hours to do a full loop of the atmosphere is, yeah, to come back again. Yeah, yeah. But um <laughs> no, I thought overall overall the the effects were were okay the um the i actually watched a um a, a kind of a rundown of the of the special effects uh you know the the cgi the raw plates oh, uh, yeah. some of the previews, and, and then then the finished shots and there was actually less physical stuff in there than i thought there was mm. um which is testament to how how good the the cgi is getting i suppose but uh, yeah, a lot of that stuff, a lot of that stuff was good. I thought, as I said, I've already said, BB8 was the, uh, you know, he's 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 one of the best, um, one of the best physical effects to be done on a uh, on on a film so far. Um, one thing I was very disappointed in was the score. I thought the score was a bit rubbish. Because <laughs> it, it's, I was kind of thinking, I see. I seem to be. I seem to have an aversion to um, loud music taking up long sections of stuff. And we've got loud horns, loud choir, and everything. While these people are trying to say things. <laughs> really, I, mean, I don't even notice that. To your strength. no, no, it's oh, not think, my radar. I just, yeah, but there. Any, anyway, I, I, I expected. Um, I expected more, if I'm honest, from. Uh, from something. Oh, like you that. can't believe Yeah, one can you? We got, we got another Star Wars film. Brilliant. Um. <laughs> you, you're just getting old. You're an old fart no, before I'm not. your time. No, you, no, are. I'm not. Dear, you are. There you are. No, I thought I, th- I, I was, I was over the moon with Man in the High Castle. Fantastic. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Daredevil. And a very super super skull. Skull.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Didn't like Star Wars, but lost Nazi propaganda. Yeah. <laughs> Don't put those words in my mouth. Alex, what do you reckon? Right, okay. I mean, you you two covered everything very well. Um, I've got to admit, I I was enjoying it. I did go 3D, which is always a mistake for me because of obviously wearing glasses and having to wear a pair of glasses. There is an irritation to just wearing 3D glasses. So that, as much as I try not to let it disturb me, it, it does... Break my real concentration on the film. It's always a mistake, but everyone I want was with wanted three D. So that's you know I'm not there to spoil anyone else's enjoyment, right? Um, I mean, I've spoken to Carl about this previously, and there is some enormous plot holes. But I can't believe that. I don't know how many thousands of people would have seen this as it went along being made. I don't know how many reviewers or rather how many people that have, uh, I don't know what like market researchers or whatever you call it in the film industry. So every plot hole that was absolutely glaring to me is not there by accident. I do not believe that in any way, shape or form they aren't absolutely aware. So I believe what Carl is Alluding to is that they are there for a reason because there are are so many spin offs. Every one of those plot holes is an in for yet another one of these side movies. The main movie, sorry? Or comics or books? No, I think the movies. I don't think, I think most people that go to watch this will not be buying books or buying comics. They want to see the films. And, um, like, for instance, the backstory for. Daisy Ridley's character. That's a massive, massive, massive gaping hole. There's somebody that supposedly wakes up one day and I, don't, I can't even remember if it was that long ago, but it was like, I don't know how, I, I heard some stories about Jedi. I'm going to try a Jedi mind trip. Bloody hell, it works. You know, and it's like, yeah, yeah okay. And it worked on, yeah, uh, I think,
1: James Bond of all people.
2: Well, exactly. And then there's the bit with the (laughs) lightsaber, you know, and and she's been able to use that force to get the lightsaber. Whereas we had an entire movie with Luke learning from Yoda how to do that. Right. So there's something there. She's either had a mind wipe. She's been trained. And then I'm going with a mind wipe. I'm going that she's fully trained. They've cleared her mind. What do they call it? Recon. Is that what? Recon. And then they've stuck her on this desolate planet she doesn't really know why she's on this desolate planet because she's going on about looking for a family or something.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right, so, she knows there's a past but she doesn't really know what it is. So there is one of the movies. Can I say There the rumor? is that
0: gaping... Okay, Can I say the rumour? say the well, It could be a spoiler but it doesn't matter. The rumour is, because everyone just assumes it's going to be Luke Skywalker's daughter, uh, but... The, oh, I don't of, know what that is. No. One of the rumours going around is it's actually Ben Kenobi's daughter or granddaughter or something. Um, and that's why... You hear that's why she hears his voice when she has the flashback. You, McGregor's voice, of course. Yes. Yeah.
2: Which is perfectly okay, but there, there's the gaping. So these gaping holes are left there for a reason. These gaping. There are the gaping holes that I don't like. There are that we are running out of time. We've probably filmed a load of scenes to make the going to blow up the planet make more sense. (laughs) But it's already gone two hours, ten minutes. We're just going to have to cut that and hope people just accept that we ran out of time to show you all of it. Or... When it comes out in DVD and yes. you get the DVD extras and you've got the extra 45 minutes that never got into the field, into the cinema because they run out of time and you're going to go and pay 50 quid for the Blu-ray rather than 20 quid for the Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to me as well. But they, I can't believe, like I say, these gaping holes. But I've got to admit, towards the end, I was thinking, please, something happened. Mm. And, you know, no, it got to a point where the story was going, the story was going, but it was like, I've seen this before, something major's got to happen because we must be getting near the end, right? So there's got to be a cliffhanger. And I know people, I haven't got the affection I thought I had for the original because when Han Solo met his demise, like I said, there wasn't many people in the cinema, but I was sitting there going, don't blame you, mate. Oh, he got an intake of breath at our place. <laughs> oh, no, honestly, I was sitting there going, I don't blame you for wanting to get out of this. But only on the grounds of... <laughs>
1: that was that, the point where uh, I found, oh, well done, mate, you finally made a break for it.
2: <laughs> that, that's more or less how I felt. Oh. But only oh. because of this... all right, you had the two new characters, and they were great. They are going to work really well together. Let's just... Let's just hope they don't do a love interest. And I don't mean that for any other reason, though. Once you link them together, you limit the amount of love interest characters they can have. Let them both get another love interest and hopefully their partners don't get on. You know, something with, something <laughs> to make it more going on, you know? Sitcom. Sort of. <laughs> but one of the things I did like with this, and I, really, I only sort of appreciated it afterwards and thinking back... Is there was lots of comedy in the original three, and they took their time, and they some of it was shoehorned, but they put that back in here, and that was what the most pleasing thing from the original was. You know, you had Han Solo's basically very tired, dry way of joking. Now that's fine, but these two characters, the you know the the. Oh, what do you call it? The Stormtrooper guy and the have, you know, the two main characters. Daisy. And Flynn. They're, yeah, they they're both <laughs> their comedy was good. I mean, you know, the fact that he's a you know, he, he's a stormtrooper that, that's seen the light. I don't know as much as to be honest, I don't think he's seen the light as much as he just doesn't want to see the dark anymore. You know, so I don't think he's like a reform character. And I quite like the idea, I mean, you probably know all this if you've read all the books and all the rest of it. I like the idea that they are bred to be stormtroopers. And I quite like the idea that their humanity, uh, their instinct takes over. And that also gives us future that there's a chance that they will try and reprogram him in some way. They'll try and, because he will now have knowledge that they want. Right, the dark side or whatever they're called, he will have knowledge they want, so they will try and get him back, but they won't want to kill him. They want to reprogram him in in the same way as Vader wanted to reprogram Skywalker. They might want to reprogram this bloke because his knowledge and his skills. And, you know, if you can reprogram him to the dark side and stick him back in there, because you've got to remember, he might not even know he's been reprogrammed in the same way as I believe this girl doesn't know that she's been reprogrammed. So their history is somewhere going to be interlinked. I know it is, but you know, I, I look. They did all they could with the first film, and like I say, I can see a three-hour film being there where everything made more sense. But they had to find a way of cutting it
0: no, and I, cut it. It didn't actually to cut, leave. It didn't cut that much out of it. There's a there's a scene where uh, Kylo Ren goes on the Millennium Falcon. He has a few members being there as a boy. Um, there's a scene where that alien that they go and meet and she gives the lightsaber to... Oh, the god Yeah, god goes lies. Yeah, she goes back with them to where Leia is, but they cut that out because she had nothing to do when they got there. But that's it. That's all I remember them reading that they, say, they said they've cut out of the film. Okay, well, maybe they've written things in and not used... I don't know. I don't know. But whatever it is, I
2: just feel that... Uh, look... It's a hell of a lot better than it could have been from people that love Star Wars. It's a perfect, it's, it's a better follow-on than any rubbish they did as a prequel.
1: That's what I was going to say. It, uh, the the general consensus from Star Wars fans seems to be <coughs> it doesn't have Jar Jar Binks in it, and it doesn't suck. <laughs> so, on those also, two... Also, I think the spin-offs might may, be the making of this. The spin-offs might be better, but I think, yeah, it, it, the, the film the film is worth watching. It doesn't oh. suck well done up the Star Wars franchise
2: (laughs) I would I would like to see it again I don't think I want to sit uncomfortably it was the most comfortable seats in the cinema you could ever want but I can't even sit on my settee for that amount of time without getting up and going for a walk so When it comes out on DVD, or it won't come on stream, but whatever, when it comes out that I can sit comfortably and actually absorb every part of it and Mm -hmm. pause it when I need to go to the loo and be able to carry on concentrating as opposed to in the cinema you're sitting there going, oh, how much longer? I really need a wee. And then you can't concentrate anymore. You know, once I can take all that in, I reckon there'll be more to it than
0: I really Uh, like. Because some of the things that you had problems with there are actually explained in the movie. But you must have missed
2: them. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Like I say, two and a half or two hours of... and was, You know what? The What's the word I'm looking for? The anticipation. Anticipation? Yeah. <laughs> I reckon that actually stopped me being able to concentrate as much as I could have normally. So a second viewing wouldn't yeah, be a bad definitely. idea. Not in 3D. No.
1: Hmm. Well... We'll find out. Tone, when we, what when did the you next think? Yeah,
2: Tom. What did you reckon? <laughs>
1: You're gonna bother? I'm not no. really.
3: Say, I've not seen it. I've <laughs> not I've seen rewatched it. the originals, but I've not. What do you think wasn't of the originals? The proper originals? Crap. Well, it no. wasn't the proper originals. It was the redone, horrible. Oh dear. You know, oh dear. Oh, we had to shine it up, and we had to put Hayden Christensen oh, at the end of Jedi. Oh which oh, makes no sense. Oh,
1: geez. right. Yeah, okay. So,
3: but yeah, i have just yeah, never been in, as into it as I was Trek. Can
0: I just say? That oh, bit dear. you just mentioned there, where they put Hayden Christensen in, in at the end,
3: mm-hmm.
0: why isn't Luke standing there going, "Who the frigging hell are who's you?" That?
1: Yeah,
2: exactly. Well, so, well that mean, that would mean Mark Hamill would have to go back in time, refilm
0: that scene. Oh, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, he
2: didn't do anything else. He might as well.
0: He doesn't even look quizzical.
1: He, well, he should have had like he should have digitally put a quizzical look on his face, like <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> who's, who's this? Is he just another one? I tell you what, they could have they could have they should have put Mace Windu in there. Just as a, a little bit of added yes, um, added randomness. That well, would have worked.
0: We don't even know if he's dead, do we? So. So, and they could have ended it with him saying, "You mother." F-. <laughs> I reckon they should have used
3: the
2: guy from the Silic Bang advert. You know, the, uh, one thing that was missing from use the force. The, the new thing. yeah, use one of the things that was bang. missing from the new Star Wars. <laughs> They should have aged Chewbacca a little bit, given him the odd grey hair. <laughs> honestly, I thought
0: that. Yeah. Just because you've grey hair now.
2: Well, fair enough. I would have, I would have been more with
0: him. No, honestly, they should have aged him. He's a wookie. He's still. He's in your bloody... The prequels. Shoehorned in, grantly.
1: Grant. Yeah, but he's in yeah, the last prequel for about five minutes, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. No,
2: they should have aged him, and then it would have It would have flowed better. <laughs> Put Chewie <you> in. Tick.
1: <laughs> Tick, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, have we got time for a very short listing of what we've been watching. Yeah, I've, I've got
2: to say something about mine, so,
1: yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we let Carl go first, seeing as he's uh, uh, he's new to the programme? Well, <laughs> I got one on Netflix, Brooklyn
0: 99. Absolutely fantastic comedy cop show. Absolutely love it. It's so funny, fast. Is it an um, Amazon original? No, it's... it's. I have no idea what... It's not Amazon, it's Netflix.
1: But, is it a uh, netflix original
0: <laughs> no, no no it's yeah. not it's on one of their channels uh,
3: i've seen it on both i think so oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: but it's really good i think they're up to actually doing season three now so i'm not sure if there's one or two seasons on netflix but um it's fast It's got some fantastic characters in there um as, as the show goes on you get to know the characters you get to know their motivations you get to know the characters literally and uh and it's really fast dialogue as well and uh the lead guys. Pretty likeable. I I got a feeling he must have been insane before, but I have no idea what. I haven't bothered looking it up because I want to keep this little, this little, um, Terry Cruz is in it as well. He's the only person in it I know outside of the, uh, the show. Uh, and every now and again you get a guest star come in and do a spot, and it's good. It's, it's very fun and got some wonderful characters in it and, uh, Enjoy has it. William Shatner done the guest star no he yet? hasn't been in it yet but I, I have had a number of guest stars <laughs> who play cops in other shows yeah. In ah, okay Do you think TJ Hook well, is going to make a yeah, an appearance? that would be cool exactly
3: yeah, yeah. it doesn't yeah. discount Shatner does
2: it he's usually up for this sort of thing so
0: and uh, as I know like Alex likes to hear these things there's two very nice looking ladies in it as well you know what makes the world go round fella <laughs> It does in my head, anyway. So, Brooklyn 99 on Netflix, that is. I've been told if we need to say what we're talking about at the end as well, because sometimes people forget. Brooklyn 99.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Els
0: Els Gaz told me that from the my show. I
1: think we've brought that up before. So, he's complained to multiple people, just not me.
0: (laughs) There you go. He wants to get it done, so that's why he's talked to us. Oh, fair enough. Right, (laughs) okay.
1: Fair enough. Well, speaking of getting it done, Alex.
2: Right, I'm going to rush through because Carl's got to go to bed an hour and a half ago. Tone still needs to reel off his enormous list. Okay, right. I've carried on watching Hinterland. Now, it's actually finished on the TV, but it is still on the iPlayer. I think the first episode has just come off. Um, The way they've done it, they've got him as episode... Well, episode one was a, a solid episode, but episode two is episode two part one, episode two part two. And all it was is they did an hour before the news and an hour after, uh, half an hour after news, and instead of putting it up as one bit, they didn't bother putting it back together. So they just put it up as two different things, which is a little bit annoying. But you know, they love you and all that. Um, okay, next one out of order: Tracy Olman show. All right, now, you. Two now, Carl's left the room, which is a shame, but you two probably don't remember
1: Chasey Ullman. Isn't that where the Simpsons came from?
3: Yeah, yes, that's, exactly. That's where
2: I know it from. Yeah. yeah, now when she was in the States, yes, and she was quite big here and she, you know, did a comedy sketch show and then she went off to the States and became absolutely massive out there. Um, but completely out of the blue to me and I saw it about a month ago, that uh, Tracy Almonds come back. And I was like, I wonder what she's like. And I had forgotten what, if you like, the 1980s style comedy sketch show was like. And she's doing the same sort of sketch show. And it's brilliant. It's lovely. You've got these characters that keep coming back and forward. She, it's, uh, This week she did uh, Camilla, you know, Charles's camilla um so she plays uh, being camilla having to babysit for the grandchildren right which is very funny she does angela merkel which is a this is an ongoing one about angela merkel trying to be a bit of a vixen which is quite funny um it's a and
1: funny image she always,
2: ends up, she always <laughs> ends up in this, with a song and this week's song was angela merkel singing jazz right because she uh, You know, she's fed up and talking to people all day. You know, she's always having to talk, talk, talk. And uh, and her assistant says, well, why don't you just sing then? And so she's like doing a jazz concert at one of these um, Euro meetings, which is very good. And it's really, really good. So it's episode two at the moment, but obviously episode one's still on the iPad. So Tracy Ullman's show, it's just like it used to be. And I'd forgotten how funny she was. And there just, there isn't anything like that. I mean, we've had sort of other sketch shows, but she's just gone back to doing... You know, it's the modern characters, they're modern, and you know who they are. But it's just, just the same as it used to be, and it is so funny. It's so clever, it's so funny. Last week's show ended up... She was working in um, a Welsh library, and they were closing it down, and she was saying... So at the end, she was doing the shush. because goes, actually, we're closing. I don't have to do the shush anymore. And so that ended up in another great big song and dance act with everyone in the library joining in and whatever. It's just very, very 80s comedy and brought right up to date. And it's brilliant. And I really hope other people take on board that it maybe it's time to go back to doing some of that good, older variety sketch shows. Brilliant stuff. Right, on the iPlayer, now this is... This is interesting for many reasons. It's called The Rack Pack, right? But it's an iPlayer exclusive. So it's a bit like Netflix and Amazon. Now, the iPlayer have done iPlayer shorts, so they're very short little sketchy things done by a few comedians. But this is a movie, and it's on the iPlayer. It's a BBC movie on the iPlayer. It's about an hour and a half long. It's called The Rack Pack. And it's just a um, slightly comedic piece, a, a history of... If you know your snooker, it's Alex Higgins, Steve Davis, Jimmy White, and all that lot. That all went on to do the match room with Barry Hearn, and it's really well done. And it's like Steve, interesting Davis, um, <laughs> you know, and it's like Alex Higgins being an yeah, alcoholic, and yeah. Jimmy White being sort of the young. But was that spit image? Gave him that name? No, Barry Hearn did. Oh, right. it's, it's in. It's in the show, actually, because Barry Hearn's going, um, you know, and he's going, oh, you need to do something with your, with your image. He goes, yeah, but I'm really boring. He goes, yeah, I know, but that's perfect. Play on the fact that you're really, really, really dull. And he did, and he became like number one, not only number one snooker player, but number one people were tuning in to see how boring Steve Davis actually was. <laughs> and yeah. you know what the thing is I, I didn't know this I read it the other day that he's got one of the world's greatest collections of prog rock oh,
1: wow and I was like, <laughs> so
2: that I was like,
1: really? for some
3: reason that doesn't surprise me I don't know yeah. why it's actually yeah.
2: far more interesting than he ever let anyone know but he played yeah. up so
1: long Normal's to be a collection bored. of Genesis vinyl lying around somewhere I'm sure it's yeah. <laughs> oh, got John Sessions in it as well uh-huh. yeah I know Everyone's in this one, it's really
2: good. But anyway, it's, a, it's an iPlayer exclusive, and it's really... I mean, I don't suppose it'll yeah. ever go anywhere, because it's made for the iPlayer. But um, if you ever liked your snooker... Historically, I suppose it's fairly accurate, accurate. but it's, um, you know... It, it's not all happy-go-lucky, no. because it a lot of them are like- just alcoholics.
3: Yeah, it sounds like it's sort of on the level with that game changers thing they did about Rockstar. yeah, you know, the other month. I never saw but, that, but
2: it's a but similar yeah. sort of thing. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. So, so, so I keep seeing adverts for it, just never got around to actually firing a pie player and watching it yet. But, but if you get
2: exclusive, it'll be there for you know. a while. I would have thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if you got any interesting snooker, it, it's a nice, it's a nice, nice. It is a nice film. It's funny, it's silly, it's all the things you want it to be. It's very BBC. And I just enjoy it.
1: More right, work for last... John Sessions.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? He's never had so much work in his life. <laughs> Not since, so, I don't know, about 1975. I still
0: shocked right. last week when you said, i would oh, stay show, i listened to it, and you said he was Arthur Lowe in that. Yes. He was. I didn't, didn't recognise him, tell no. you, the true.
1: No, you recognised
0: yeah. him as Arthur Lowe though, didn't you? Just not John sessions. sessions. Well, yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> yeah. Weird, that was. All right. Now, lastly, now, I mentioned last week the Ripper Street Series 4 is back on. Well, it's on. Um, so the first episode was fantastic. It was two hours long, very long. Brilliant. Absolutely. I don't know how these people keep doing it, right? <laughs> because you, there's never been a weak episode, right? Now, this week's episode... Um, <sighs> That they they do something in Ripper Street that you think, well, you can do it once, you can do it twice, but you can't keep pulling it off. And this is like the ripping your heart out, breaking your heart type episode. Now they did it before with um, Inspector Reed and his daughter, and when they may have made oh, I have watched it yet. Of sorts, <laughs> you know. No, I'm just saying. And there's a reunion of sorts, and various <laughs> things, and it's really emotional and brilliant. And you got to be as hard as stone, right? To not melt that one. And they've done it again this week, right? But they did it in a standalone episode with new characters. As in you've got your normal characters and the people that come in for an episode type mm-hmm. characters. Anyway, there there was this girl and her name uh the actress's name is Sandra Cassidy, right? And she played this role so it was stunning. It was stunningly oh she 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 was she's suffering an illness and she's coming to the end of her illness where her mind is starting to go as well. Right. And she did it in such a way. You were so unbelievably sympathetic to this character. And she played it so beautifully. I, I was absolutely blown away. And I looked up and she hasn't done very much. So anyway, last night on Twitter, I just wrote to her and sort of congratulated her and blah, 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 blah. And this morning she wrote black to me really nicely and everything. And I was just like, you know what? There, There's someone for the future. Not just because she wrote back to me, but I watched this episode and I sort of went to bed last night and I was like, still like an hour afterwards, I kept thinking about this character and how how sad the whole thing was and what have you and, and how this character gave gave a line at the end, which was a major release for another character. You know, it was like the ultimate of giving someone their own freedom back in a, in one sense. And it was just so absolutely spot-on perfect. And Ripper Street does it all the time. And every character in there, there's like some real major changes at the beginning of this series. That's why the first episode was two hours long. And it sets it up. I mean, there is no holes. It's not like Star Wars. There's no hole, and it brilliantly <laughs> there's no set voices. up. And then they carry on, and but like for instance, this is, again, Doctor Who was saying that there's this arc that goes through and they seem to forget about individual stories. Well, this is, there is an arc that goes through. There's an arc that went through the first three series, and every week there was a perfectly started, middle-finished story that left you emotionally high, low, wrecked, whatever, but every week you got more than you could have hoped for and this week was no no difference at all and like I say I mean she was kind enough to write back and thank me for whatever I'd said and what have you and it's just it's funny thing is because Ripper Street isn't especially now it's on Amazon because it doesn't feel so mainstream That's in I don't know how many people watch it when it first comes out. You feel slightly exclusive, and of course you You've got no more right to it than anyone else <laughs> on the planet.
1: In fact, but then, you're less exclusive than had it been just on the BBC. True.
2: <laughs> but when people take the trouble to write back to you, you know, properly write back as well, and not a, like a you know, a one-word reply or whatever, or and you just think... There, there, it, it is. It's saying... It's, it's something personal about it, but like I say, you've got to watch... I can't believe that you haven't put everything aside and maybe taken a month off work just to catch up on Ripper Street. D- yeah, and you know, you know what? what? I know I bang on every week about got it. Got series Castle week. to watch. The Good Wife has just come back onto Netflix. Yes, but what I'm saying is <laughs> I bang on every week because of... There's very few things that I've ever seen that are so... Spectacular. I mean, okay, it's only in my eyes, right? But I had family in this area at that time in history that I knew, right? Because such age gaps in my family, right? And so I feel like I have got some minor link to that period in time and certainly that place. And it just... It's acted so... Be- it's brilliant. And this week's episode was... just as brilliant as all the others and certain parts of it were even better. And it just... I bang on about it because it just deserves to be banged on about. So there you go, and that's it. That's all I've done. Excellent stuff, Mr. Tone.
1: Your list, if you please.
2: Um, well,
3: <laughs> first thing was uh, sorry, <laughs> Corey, I've got it there. Um, I've been I mentioned it before. I've so, I actually signed up for the Amazon Prime because um, they do the video only thing now, and it's a monthly thing rather than a cost of you know one year at a time. Um, on first thing I've been watching on that. Uh, the X Files to catch up before we get the new ones here. Um, but, but, Yeah, it's like, I'm sure I haven't actually seen the first episode before. I have. I
2: have twice. I, I must have missed time. It. it was
3: on the BBC. Yeah, but it's, it's like. But then I got into a few of the other episodes, and it's like I remember the ones mm. that I do remember from before. You know, like Squeeze and
0: they, they the one Ghost in the Machine. They appear to be the HD versions as well, not the. Um the Horrible old TV versions that we used to have. What
1: happened to the they HD are, yeah. versions, though? Huh? The Shut
3: HD up. versions.
2: HD. <laughs> there
3: you go. Yeah. That's HD. I've been
2: watching. has been retweeting things while we've been sitting here talking about things in Portland.
0: Oh, well, he, yeah. He's not going to listen to <laughs> us. That's <laughs> why he caught me off guard. Yeah. <laughs> he has.
3: <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. Um, but no, it's, you know. I'm about halfway through Series 1 now, so it might take me a while. Hopefully I can finish them all before the new series comes to Channel 5, which is... Because
2: isn't there about 8 series? Something nine, like that, yeah. Nine. I'm, I'm you... about Series 5, and I've really been trying hard... No,
0: I'm not. Episode 5, <laughs> Series 1. You, sorry, Tony. Are you on oh, them again? Or are you discovering them?
3: I'm re-watching them. Well, I thought I was rewatching them, but the first, the very first one I hadn't seen okay. before... And also the second one, which has got Seth Green in it. I don't remember seeing that before, but it's... Yeah, it's like just this kid, you know, an Air Force base that is watching these UFO lights fly
2: about. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Don't yeah. go much further, because I didn't see much more. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> but, it, nice. you
3: know, it's like... I'm, I'm just glad it's all up there, that I can re-watch it, because there will be some things later on that I haven't
0: seen that might be important for the new series I don't you know it is an important show because it did change television to a certain extent because oh, yeah, uh, yeah. a lot of it was like procedural stuff before then and although it did yeah. turn into a bit of a procedural show later on the way it was shot just looked so different to what was on currently because it was shot like a movie changed my
2: yeah. life because I couldn't get my mate to come to the pub until after it was finished <laughs> had a molder fix did he? molder fix yeah he was obsessed I yeah, tried clearly. to watch it with him, but it was like, "What? He's I'll, I'll see in the pub." All
0: right, <laughs> sorry, Tom, carry on. But no, that was that was the thing. Is you know, it
3: was it <clears throat> it was presented as a procedural, wasn't it originally? But then it had that sort of it was a paranormal pr- procedural. Hmm. If that makes any sense, yeah. But yeah, I've, you know, been enjoying rewatching because I haven't even the ones I have seen before. I haven't seen in oh, at least fifteen years, sort of thing. So. So it's been good to watch that again, I think. Um, and the the second thing on my list, uh Thunderbirds I go, that got the season finale this week. <clears> and they've had they've had a nice little run of episodes actually leading up to this. They've had a, like a little mini arc, you know, the thing we hate in Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's sort of based around one character and uh, you know, also based around the hood. You know, great that he's still there from the original. Um, but yeah, it's been a really solid series overall. I think you know, I'm looking forward to season two, which is confirmed. It was confirmed as soon as they had season one, you know, sort of first episode. Um, and they've they've given themselves plenty of ways to go into the next season. Um, yeah, hopefully it, it it seems like it undoes all the mistakes that that film of Thunderbirds made. Spring Breaks <laughs> come around, Tone. There's no
0: heroes to be found. Exactly. Um, no, it can't erase it from my memory. It's still, no, 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 no. It's,
1: no, it's crazy not going erasing down it, on Tracy it, Island. But, Island.
3: <laughs> but they they do they do some of the same it's things as the film, but they do it better.
1: Oh, right, well, oh okay. Like,
3: you know some of the plot points. They they like this week they had every single Tracy in danger themselves sort of thing. Um, if only so, Jonathan yeah.
1: Frakes had seen the original series. What a shame. <laughs> well. It, he, 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 you mean more than one episode of it? He, he was
3: it. he was literally giving a videotape of about two or three episodes, wasn't he? He did put a Star Trek
0: reference in there. Come on, what more do you want? Of course did he, he did.
3: Yeah. Where?
0: Yeah. Oh, oh so. I haven't
1: seen it. I haven't seen. Oh,
3: it. there are there are little references all over this to to the original series,
1: to Deep Space Nine, even. <laughs> I must watch it. I'll yeah. I'll mute the busted soundtrack though. You, yeah. No, no, this <laughs> I hasn't I got
0: haven't. the busted. No, he's
3: talking about a film. Oh, the film. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's for the best. And mute most of the dialogue as well, I suppose. Oh, that's, a, yeah,
0: that's good. Take it out fry out of the window, really. Set, hit yeah, delete. Yeah.
3: I thought you liked the song, Carl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Busted. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was a bit you liked about that film. I thought that's what we could do to them. I got in terrible trouble with uh, the police over that one. <laughs>
3: uh, and the last thing, it's, it's another thing I've picked up because of Amazon Prime. Um Finally got around to watching CSI Cyber. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I never understand why you don't get so hysterical
1: yeah. about it. <laughs> what? Like,
2: uh, <laughs> I'm obviously not with the Zeit guys. <laughs> it's, it's another one of those uh, spin-offs, but I oh, believe you. I just want to know why the other two are wetting
3: themselves. <laughs> yeah. I'll to find out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's, I think, yeah, it's the computer crimes equivalent to CSI, isn't it? But it's actually an FBI team, Ugh. crimes and against computers. Yes. Sort of, sort of ex, what is it? Most of the team is X. I'm listening. Ex. I'm
2: not taking a mic.
3: Sorry, uh, Toad. Carry on. I, t- I tell you what. Some of the oh, portrayal of the way computers, you know, very things are done. Some. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. It's not as bad as hackers for that, is it? Let's face oh, it. Oh
1: dear, <laughs> nothing could be quite. Dave Stewart in it, didn't? Yeah.
3: yeah, but yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's the main character I didn't like in this. The the you know, but she, she's kit, the one that's... Yeah, prefer, yeah, yeah. Be dull as anything. <laughs> <laughs> <Because> <laughs> also, she's the one that's not not a hacker at all. She's a. Was it a pathologist or something? A psychologist. Have
0: you seen? Have you seen Scorpion? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah, but you know,
3: there's something about it. It's it's like, yes, it's it's not been as bad as I expected because I'd heard a lot of things about this before I watched it. Uh, But they've only got season one on on Amazon.
0: Well, I think as as, as a, the, I think season two is currently on, but I don't think it's going to survive season two. It's getting <laughs> no, through, no think, ratings. No. Yeah. no, yeah,
3: but which is sad because it, it's it's the the premise is good. It's just yeah. Some of the plot lines, and and the, it's the execu- <laughs> once again, it's the execution that's
0: uh- Sally, It takes zoom and enhance to a whole new <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, brilliant. Zoom, enhance. Look <laughs> round that corner. Look into that other reflection, and round the corner again.
0: <laughs> zoom
1: in on the reflection yeah, yeah. in the
0: mirror, and reverse it back off that wall and that mirror, and we can see our killer.
1: Wow. Well, in fact, they did. Yeah. They did that in. Uh, that was the funniest bit in. Red, red was it Wolf. red? One of the red dwarves that they did. Yeah, back to Earth. Yeah, that's the funniest. It's about bit.
2: the funniest bit in the worst series of Red Dwarf. They did that in Blade
3: Runner.
0: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that but that was like, wasn't funny.
3: Like, like creating a whole new image. Was, I <laughs>
1: yeah, it did. That was, the thing,
3: with, that was the thing with, with Back
0: to Earth. They they that
3: was a whole parody
0: of Blade Runner, yeah, wasn't it? That
3: whole it was, bit the whole thing. Yeah, and the bit at the end. Yeah,
0: there was there was one show that done it properly. And he said, "Can you enhance? Can you make it? Can you, can you enhance it? Well, I can make it bigger. Doesn't it just makes it blurry?"
1: Oh, well, they did that on Castle once. And they oh, so that's can't. You, it. Can't you guys enhance <laughs> yeah. it? No, because will just make it <laughs> pixelated. <laughs> that must be it. That must have
3: been.
2: Yeah. It. <sighs>
1: but, but no, yeah. Like oh, just...
2: if any of my customers hear that, and I tell them they don't worry, you can blow this up to poster size. <laughs> <laughs> I know I shot it on my phone. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh, but, uh, yeah Yeah, overall, not as strong as some of the other CSI spin offs, it's fair <laughs> to say. <laughs> it, it doesn't have that sort of classic, you know, like Miami's got the guy taking off his Classist. shades yeah. as, he, as he does the sort of one line. It doesn't Skip even have that. To the really. throes
1: of a Who song.
3: Wow. It's, it's got a who well, in this yeah, one. Yeah, this this yeah. has got a who song, though. It's, um, but It's
0: certainly one of the less known ones. Yeah. You know. In fact, I it's, think it was in CSI that CSI did a few episodes with the cyber unit in it. That's in- how they in- usually it. cross over into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, I, I, Photoshop I liked gang. it for what it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, di- I didn't mind, but it's certainly not the strongest CSI, sadly, and it could have been done better.
0: <laughs> Seriously, you've got to seek out a scorpion. Hmm. Just for the rebooting the computer from a plane with a USB jack dangling from the bottom while they're in a car with a laptop and the plane's taking off and the USB cable's running out. (laughs) (laughs) It is is
1: awesome. I think it's the first
0: episode, I'm not sure.
3: Yeah, it could have been worse. It could have been Swordfish. Oh, Oh, Swordfish is a classic. I won't hear anything
0: against it. (laughs) Swordfish is why I got computers. Unfortunately, really? that's never happened to me. That that Does interview process.
1: What some woman hasn't been reading a book and you said, "Oh hi, how are you doing?" And she's. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, she was paid millions for that, right? She'd have to be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so on my list, um, two series that I'm uh, that I that I really like have kind of started back up again, or at There's least Castle, uh, on go, sorry? Castle on it. Sorry, it's Castle on it. Yeah, Castle that came off or
2: whatever I was watching. I was yeah, really the free
1: ones have come off, but Castle season eight has started making its way onto Amazon, and me, the like like a fool, I'm buying them episode <laughs> by episode. And I, I, I got
2: to about season episode four, and I thought, actually, I'm gonna watch these. I really like it, mm. and then it popped up my thing saying you got two days to watch 18 series, and I would love to pop off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> can you buy a yeah. season pass like you can on itunes i'm not sure i've never tried that um but i, I just it's, buy them blindly We've um, still got boring hair though <laughs> well yeah um but it's good and it's good fun and it, it's it's just uh, every friday when it comes out it's a little bit of you know escapism slightly weird some of the serious some of the episodes are very serious some of them are very funny it's all good. The second one, uh The Good Wife Series Six has finally made its way onto Netflix. It started very, very well. Everyone's very good in it. Uh the uh the the last thing on my list is that I actually watched over Christmas and it's Locke. Has anyone else seen this? On uh it's he's, think, he's trapped in a car. It's on Netflix. No, he's not trapped in a car. He's it's um, it's Tom Hardy. Uh it's it's basically a one man thing. One man show. And he is driving from He's driving from way up north like Manchester or something like that. Down to London. Um and basically the the series of phone calls he has kind of changed his life as he's coming down the motorway. And it's very it's it's very um interestingly shot. It's very dark. Um Is but it what did you say, Carl? <laughs> Cheap. <laughs> cheap. It is very... Well, no, because I bet Tom Hardy's reasonably expensive, but it it was good. And Tom Hardy doing a Welsh accent isn't bad either. But, yeah, it's Tom His Hardy. His name's Tom Hardy. I imagine he probably started off with one. No, he's English.
2: What, Thomas Hardy? Probably. I imagine he might have some Welsh in there he somewhere, might, mate. He
1: might do, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, you Tom, did, Tom Hardy, uh, <laughs> Ruth... But I Ruth... have. I just don't use it. So, Tom Tom Hardy is the star... Plus the voices of Ruth Wilson, Olivia Coleman, Andrew Scott, who of course plays, um, I was about to call him the master, but no. No, she is Moriarty. It's Moriarty in Sherlock Holmes. And he's Irish. Um, I was thinking of the Bond uh, thing he did. And he's Irish. He's Irish. God, yeah. Um, Tom Holland and Ben Daniels and um, a load of other people, but they're all voices. It's Thomas Hardy. How can he not be Welsh? You will all, um, you'll recognise all the voices. But, uh, no, it's definitely an interesting one to watch. Um, He's an English actor, screenwriter, and producer. He made his debut in uh, Ridley Scott's 2001 war film Black Hawk Down. He's 38. He was born in Hammersmith, London.
0: Yeah, it doesn't mean his family aren't worse. Can I just say, like, that guy who plays Moriarty in the new show, like, like his character in um, Spectre. Uh, Spectre... I the same character. <laughs> really? It, I haven't it, actually it, seen it? Spectre. It yeah. just thought,
3: he just to get into some position of power, hasn't he? Because he yeah. becomes C. I just thought,
2: yeah. he's not even acted. He's just played he the in same foils, He was in Foil's War he's as well. He's been in a lot
1: of stuff. Do you know, I was at a Curry House with a bunch of friends uh, a few weeks ago, and um, somebody said, oh, has anyone seen Spectrum? <laughs> <laughs> well, is that another Yeah. An is that, another, ca- yeah.
0: <laughs> is well, that another related
1: thing, is it? Or, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear well there we go that 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 there is the first episode it's a long show <laughs> it's a long it's a long ass show yeah um, it's the first episode with the entire panel for 2016 episode number 70 70 down 70 to go our uh, three yeah <laughs> what are we um, calling it a day 140 uh, no I don't think so Okay. Well, I've, you never know. The the right way. We doing could rebrand easy. again. We can rebrand. Yeah, well, we'll do a rebranding every few years. Well, actually, it was um, the thirteenth of February two thousand and fourteen was when our first show went out.
2: <laughs> I was going to say they didn't start writing songs about us at that point.
1: No, <laughs> no. That, it only remained. Well, that's it. All finished. It only okay. remains for me to ask you, bunch, you gentlemen um where we can find you tone where can we get you sir uh on the twitter's tone 7x20 excellent stuff thank you very much alex now that you've looked it up yeah you, you can time find me
2: alex at very british life because it says alex as well i don't know why it says that at very british life fantastic
0: mr carl
1: where can we find you sir
0: me on twitter Clausier101. or this week I was also on the ramp and mumbling show as well
1: excellent stuff excellent stuff well look out look out for him there and you can find me on twitter at ss Drummer. that's all we have for this show if you want to get in touch drop us a line at airwaves at gmail.com or you can leave us a comment at the hyphen airwaves.com or you can get us on twitter at airwavescast. or you can subscribe to this lovely show in itunes all two hours and 15 minutes of it you kidding yeah no I'm not well, after editing, it'll probably be about 70 10 minutes. minutes. 70 minutes. Um, but so, well, there we go. Uh, also, Google Plus is another thing. You can uh, go on to Google Plus, do a search for the airwaves, and up we will pop. We will return. Well, in fact, I haven't polled any of the panellists to see if they're available next year, but next year, next week. But we will return, fingers crossed, next week with a brand new episode of the airwaves. But until then, take care, everybody. Bye-bye.
2: Cheerio, it's been a pleasure.
1: Bye-bye. <laughs> Nothing to say <laughs> for yourselves. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I need to cut that out. You bit stop <laughs> And we've all had a discussion with this thriller
2: through... <laughs>